Imagine a dimension slightly different from the one we're in. For me, it was Tuesday. History is the same, but it isn't. Welcome to the new 42. Hey everybody, this is Ken Masters, and you're listening to 42 Level 1. The new 42. Well, how can you get on my Coming down for you. Damn it. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another 42 Level 1. I'm one of your hosts, Alistair Kennedy. This is episode 278, and here with me as always, the Twilight Princess of all games himself. Mr. Andy Rockert. Yes, and apologies for a slight later start. Uh, it's just too warm in this country. And when it's warm, nothing happens in Scotland. Everybody goes goes to the beach and drinks about fast. Very much. They definitely don't shop anyway, assholes. <laughs> anyway, uh, we'll get the show started with big screen, wee screen. This is the part of the show where we talk about all the TV and all the movies we have watched throughout the week. So I'm going to kick it off because uh, I got some kill through today, Andy. Oh. I got uh, the set of four Jurassic part 1, 2 and 3 in Jurassic World 4K Blu-rays and Steelbook. And I'm not one usually for Steelbooks, mm. but these are really cool because they're minimalistic. There's no like fancy art or anything like that. It's just black with the Jurassic Park logo in the first one, Lost World, Jurassic Park 3 and then Jurassic World. Uh, they were doing like zoom.co.uk it's a new site that's kind of came up. They were doing like buy all, like they're £25 each so it was like all four for 70 with £10 uh, towards your next order, so £10 credit basically, so more or less 60 quid. Um, but I'll use the tenner if they get the same steelbook that matches for Jurassic World 2 when it comes. I'll just mm-hmm. order it from them and get it for like £14. So, um, really enjoyed it. So, I watched Jurassic Park 1 tonight. Now, I know this film's 25 years old today or yesterday, sorry. Um, it, it's transfers like okay, basically, it was shot in 35mm, um, but I'll see all the visual effects like the dinosaurs back then. Mm. They were all done in 2K, um, mm-hmm. and it's quite noticeable now. Like Jurassic World's fine, and probably like the Jurassic Park Three and the Lost World will look slightly better. But like Jurassic Park One, it really shows. Like, see when they're using CGI instead of like the T Rex scene, like when it's eating the car, was absolutely fine. The Raptors were fine at some parts, mm-hmm. but it's because you know they used a mix of models and CGI. Well, the CGI like utterly shows. Like when they're in the tree with the Brachiosaurus, it's fine. But see, when the the one at the start, when they're in the field, and he's like, welcome to Jurassic Park, it just looks horrible. Um, the Basically, it's not a full 4K film. It's not true 4K, because what they've done is they've took the negative, the original film, and scanned it in 4K, um, and they've upscaled it. it look, it's as nice as it's going to look. What I will say, I'm not a sound guy, and I've only got a sound bar, but the sound in this film's absolutely fucking phenomenal. Like, the bass and the... Like, I had to actually turn it down, like, earlier on. Uh, the, the dinosaur roars are that cinematic. Like, the sound is absolutely fucking amazing. Um, I think it's 7.1 lossless or something. I'm not really that into it. The old manager at my shop was really into sound like that, but I'm not. Um, 
this is like the best sounding. Um, I did get the Transformers box set. I can't talk anymore about Jurassic Park because I only watched the first one, but I got uh, Transformers 1 to 5, mm-hmm. £33, pound, which like it's real retail price is 150 I seen it in HMV the same day for 79 thought that's not bad and then I went online Zavi had it 33 quid for five films and I'd read some of it it was just the movies and I thought that's even that's fine I probably won't watch extras but when I got the set through no 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 it said each one of them's double disc so apart from Snipe which is three disc so technically that's 33 pounds for like an 11 disc box set is that 4k so yeah 4k Nice. On Zavi. Huh. On Zavi. Yeah, really good. That's a good price even for the Blu-rays of all five of them, including yeah. the last night. So um watched the uh, Transformers 1 and oh my goodness, that film. Like, I like the first one anyway. I think the first mm. one's probably the best. And there's a couple of them that are all right, but the first one's a good film. I still like it. And oh my God, I can't wait to watch like further on with them as the technology advanced because even the first one, which is, what, 10 years old now? 15 maybe? Um, Something like probably. that. 10, 2008, I think 10. it was. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, so 10 years old. That film looks incredible, like really nice. And that's the first one, so I'm really excited to see what the last one looks like. Um, in fact, no, I'm telling you, I, tell you, I, tell you, I watched the last night, and it does look incredible. The only problem is it's a really bad film. It's a really bad movie, yeah. <laughs> it's a really bad film. Like, I watched it again, and like... This is the second time I've seen it because I went to the cinema and thought I'll never watch it again, but I can't buy a complete set of Transformers without that. And as far as I know, Bumblebee's the first one without Michael Bay's involvement, so it could actually be good, uh, the one next year with John yeah. Cena. Um, so hopefully Bumblebee will the start or something better. I think that's kind of them almost doing a soft reboot. With it. Like Bumblebee was there first in the, in the original Transformers, right? But this is making out as if Bumblebee's been, been there all along. And I think they're going to redo Hot rod so that he is red and they're doing bumblebee as a volkswagen beetle and stuff like so it is a prequel of sorts but it's also like a soft reboot so uh that could be awesome plus no um shayla booth megan fox or mark Wahlberg to be seen there is a john cena but i like that guy in movies so i mean like shayla booth wasn't that bad in some of the scenes like yeah no 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 some of the stuff he did was all right. Um, Megan Fox no, no, was terrible. No, no, no. Like, I mean, Megan Fox terrible. was just eye candy. Like, eye candy yeah. 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 And, uh, she was yeah, really Mark, bad. Mark Wahlberg is just Mark Wahlberg. Like, in every movie, no matter what. Movie. He plays <laughs> one character. Like, yep. you don't know, even in a series film, it's like that's the exact same way you play a comedy. Just, you add a joke at the end of that. You don't change your face. You don't change your <laughs> expressions. Nothing. The man has no acting skills. I mean, even his, Apart from probably, his, probably his best role was like Boogie Nights. Yeah, and even, even that. And even at that, he's not that good in it. Like, the, the no. rest of the cast is way, way better. And he just kind of survives off the fact that he's got some good lines. Yep. 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 I mean, big, I didn't hate Mark Wahlberg in the trance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dirk Diggler. I didn't. I didn't hate um, Mark Wahlberg in the movies. He was just in the worst Transformers movies. Yep. Like the Transformers movies slowly get bad. It got worse and worse as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> it's really um, strange, isn't it? It's really strange the deteriorated in quality. And do you know what I realised? Like reading the back of the Transformers films, like Steven Spielberg's name's tarnished for these because his name's down as executive producer of every single one, including the Last Night, which Cameron wasn't even aware of. Like directed by is, Michael Bay, produced by Steven Spielberg. The thing is, like producing and like executive producing and stuff like that. He was never there. He, he was never there. He never. You might not have even never seen the movie because the thing is, like, see on every single episode of Agents of Shield 
Like, I always mm-hmm. notice this, and it comes up in the opening scroll. It's like, yep. it tells you the writers and the producers and all that, and it's like, in every single episode it says, executive produced by Joss Whedon, Stan Lee, and then whoever the other ones are. Joss Whedon made the first episode, I know that Joss Whedon, fact. yeah, Joss Whedon made the first episode and directed it, and then never touched it again. And then, I no, then what he done was, seen... he signed, yeah, he signed a contract saying, you'll get money if we can put your name in this. Okay. Yeah, I guarantee he's never watched any of those episodes of S.H.I.E.L.D. And same with Stanley. Stanley has never seen an episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., guaranteed. No, he's not. Um, so, yeah, um, the Transformers movies are incredible. And see if you can grab them just now at 33 quid off of Zavi. That's, an, that's a bargain. Like, yeah, those are quite... They're quite new out to get them. You can't buy them separate just now, apart from the last night. So uh, the, the only annoying thing is the set, like one to four, has got this cool, like the first one's got Optimus face on it. The second one, I think it's Megatron. The third one's maybe Starscream. The fourth one's like Grimlock. And the fifth one's Bumblebee. No, mm-hmm. sorry, the fourth one's Bumblebee, something like that. But then the fifth one's like its own entire cover and not, it doesn't match the other ones. Did I show you the photos of them, Andy? No. Yeah, even the spines. Yeah. Definitely, the spines. Definitely set. Like, it's the, like, the come on. Yeah, for this box set, you could have easily printed out just a different art sleeve to make it match. Do you know what I mean? Like, put Hot Rod in the front, I don't care. Like, So, yeah, um, that film's really bad last night. Just touch back on it. If you've never seen it, like, even the editing's bad. I was watching it last night, and there's a bit where Anthony Hopkins is in it. God damn it, why did he have to be in this movie? He's a good actor. And then, like, certain cuts, and I'm not one of these guys to analyse films, like Cameron. Like, I'll just watch a film. And I'll be able to tell if some bits are bad or not, do you know what I mean? But, like, this film, it just jumps. And it's like, that wasn't even a good edit. Like, there's a part in the trailer when, you know, the baby Dinobots are running about. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, it just cuts to Mark Wahlberg's face from behind him. And it's like, why Why was... Well, like, that doesn't even look right, the way you've done that. So, yeah, terrible editing. Um Michael Bay was just shitting them out by then. But they're never going to stop because they're a cash cow. Luckily, Michael Bay stepped away from them. Um, but, yeah... Uh, hopefully Bumblebee Bumblebee I think either early next year or late this year I think it's next year could be wrong I'm I'm unsure they Uh, haven't even did a teaser so no no, it must be next year it must be next year because the the films the films at the end of the year are just getting trailers now so like Venom and stuff so I I think if if it's if if anything it'll be close to Christmas like you know that film that comes out on the 20th Mm -hmm. of December there's Mm -hmm. a chance of that it would make sense but like Bumblebee would be cool um It'll obviously be inspired by Michael Bay because it's the same universe and whatnot, but because it is a soft reboot, like hopefully, hopefully it doesn't look anything like. Right? What one was it? Was it the third one where one of the fights they had the racist robots in the fight? You could barely see the robots. Um, I mean, I, I always found that. Well, not always, but I, I found that a lot of the time the fights are hard to keep track of. Oh yeah, they are. Like because of the way the Transformers move about and like all the moving parts, and it's, and it's all filmed out a helicopter. Like, yeah. <laughs> like the entire film, even the ground level shots, Michael Bay's got a helicopter on the ground, just not moving. I it's Michael Bay's entire mantra had to have pointless helicopters in everything that he does, apart everything, from Black Sails. Every, everything since Bad Boys, apart from Black Sails, has had helicopters in it. In fact, Needless, it was Enemy of the State, not him as well. It would have had helicopters in it. I'm sure. It's the establishing shot of a helicopter flying over something. Like, like fuck off. <laughs> yeah, do you know, like. Um, Talking about Bad Boys, Will Smith is actually doing the World Cup theme song, which is awesome because that means we're getting a new Will Smith song. Is he? Oh, amazing. I didn't know this. Right, okay. That's fucking cool. It popped up popped up on Twitter today Will Smith uh, produced by Diplo um, who's a DJ obviously like a new World Cup song so that'll be awesome. So is is Um, it out now? The song? uh, Let me double check. My phone's dead. I'll have to use the old internet interwebs. 
Uh, oh, we got Smith World Cup. Uh, World Smith to perform in 2018. Oh, they're just collaborating uh, on it, but they've not, they've not like, like put it out yet. Okay. It's called One Life to Live. Uh, oh, I can't wait! I'm so I'm really hyped for that. Like, I don't, yeah, I was really annoyed at the World Cup because the World Cup has made Ant Man and the Wasp be pushed back by a month. A month. A month. Which is <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's Although, to be so honest, Scotland does kind of shut down. Like, see, especially every kitchen I walked in, I remember the amount of sickies that was pulled at that time. And, like, the telly would be brought in to sort of, like, if I worked in the hotel, there'd be a telly in the kitchen. Or, like, if I was in a smaller restaurant, there'd always be a radio in. And there'd be, like, you know, the daily record print out of the World Cup, like, choose your team. And I would accept that if we were in the World Cup. <laughs> we haven't been we, in a World we Cup. We didn't qualify for it this year. We haven't qualified yeah. for, uh, like, 16 years or something at this point so yeah <laughs> he's doing it with a guy called Nicky Jam or Nicky yeah, I can't remember he's Spanish so Will Smith right. and him cool yeah I'm, I'm hyped nice. for it uh, he's going to perform it in Russia do you know what I really wish that they'd done this year is all the European countries got together and voted the UK to win so that then the next Eurovision would have to be hosted in the UK even though we weren't in Europe that would be funny like, yeah, I, think, I did see up a couple of petitions, like, you know, people make these fucking stupid change.org petitions that are, like, mm. petition the government for this garbage, and they did that for this, like, petition, like, people to win the Eurovision, like, fuck off. They, yeah. People made a made one of these polls, uh, like, these change.org petitions for Ant-Man and the Wasp's release date to be brought back brought to forward. the original release date. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd say that. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, fuck, fuck off! Don't make up petitions. Pointless. Like they're not going to do it. Because you know what happens? See if a good torrent of that gets out. I'm watching that instead of going to the cinema. Just saying. Yeah, man. I mean, <laughs> the, me too. Because the the problem with it is spoilers. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And they'll be everywhere. A month. That's yep. mental. A month is crazy. Like like Avengers: Infinity War. Like I I think it took me like three days to go and see it. And like I didn't yep. go on any social networking for three days at all. Uh-huh. For fear of seeing spoilers, and like the second I saw the movie, got home, loaded up Twitter. First thing I saw was a spoiler for the movie, and I was yep. like, "Okay, thank." I'm very glad I made that decision to not spoil, to not don't, go on these because I would have spoiled it. Don't get me wrong, I did spoil a bits of Deadpool two last week, but I think I was kind of fair with it. I didn't spoil too much detailed stuff. Oh, I mean, the thing is, like we said that, uh-huh. like you were if you want to go it fresh. Yeah, exactly. And also, like when the episode gets uploaded, it will have a spoiler tag on it for Deadpool two. So. Yeah, but by the time it's up, like Deadpool three, so. <laughs> it'll be out <on> DVD or <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, I booked my tickets for Solo tomorrow night. I'm going with Fraser. Okay, I just decided I pulled the trigger. I'm like, it won't be that bad. Like, I can't not go and see Star Wars on launch night. It's just a tradition. I haven't heard enough from Ross, so I doubt he'll come down tomorrow. Um, um, I was tempted to get the subtitle the cinema because like they're on like screen two. And the last time I heard somebody book the tickets for that, they had the screen to themselves. Did you see like, the subtitled one? Yeah, yeah, they do a hard... Uh, uh, they open up, like, screen four in air, which is the tiny right. wee one, and it's just... It's for people of hard of hearing because they've got it playing in three screens at midnight, like screen okay. one, screen two, mm-hmm. and screen four. And I can't remember what film it was, but a guy booked tickets for that one, and he said he was the only person sitting in there, so basically he's a giant telly to himself just Makes because it's subtitles at the bottom. <laughs> you know, like, I find... I find I use subtitles when I'm playing games, but I don't really like subtitles when I'm playing movies unless it's for, uh, for something like, 
that's in a different language? Well, we have to because we win. So we can't have to, like, I have to turn my sound bar off now when she's sleeping mm. and just use the tele speakers. So mm. it's fine for that. Anyway, um, I see Krypton get renewed for season two, um, which was unusual because it was meant to be a one and done, I think. But I might be wrong about that, but yeah, it's got season two. Um, and yeah, they're I mean, trying if to. Get, if it's getting viewed, then they're going to renew it. Yeah. Um, they've cancelled Gotham, though. It's getting one final season. And they've only gave it 13 episodes, which is terrible. Um, they're going to have to rush uh, year one and end of days or something like that. They're trying to cram two story All the storylines they had for like two more seasons, they're going to have to cram into 13 episodes. So well, it's going to be mean, another. It might be actually might be a good thing for the show because I mean, th- if you think about that, like if if they're cutting out all the shite and they're only the filler episodes, good yeah. things, then yeah, cool. Yeah, because Gotham just now it's twenty episodes or twenty two episodes, but mm, every yeah. second episode's an episode of filler, more or less. Shield yeah, is well, doing Shield's doing the same thing next season. It's uh, it's it got renewed and it's but it's only thirteen episode season. Yeah. Um... But, they, but then that's I don't get that they're cancelling Gotham which was picking up strength to strength but then hmm. they've okayed the Alfred prequel to the prequel which no yeah, one I don't ever like that. wanted <laughs> I don't like want Gotham that. Gotham I can kind of understand because like it is a part of Batman's life no one had hmm. seen but no one gives a shit about the butler unless it describes how he gets fetish with leather nipples on suits <laughs> I, d- I don't care honestly about Alfred before Batman how interesting could it be it's just going to be an army mm. movie yeah like so, I mean we know he was in the army I don't need end. to know any more about that that's fine I don't I don't need more than one episode of a flashback to tell me that mm. so um, so anyway done that I've been watching a lot more of Ultimate Spider-Man that show actually gets better as it goes on Andy I know you said you didn't particularly like it neither did I but um, it's a lot better than Marvel's Spider-Man uh, Ultimate Spider-Man is actually quite good I've just went through one where they and I thought they were going to ruin it but they've done it perfectly they, uh, in this one obviously like Nick Fury's got a hold of Spider-Man and he trains mm-hmm. with um, Luke Cage Fist and Tigress White Tiger White Tiger, Tiger yeah yeah, so he trains with her and uh, they're kind of like a mini shield unit and Phil Coulson's their high school teacher because mm-hmm. he takes over and it's actually voiced by Clark Gregg. Yep. Uh, Stan Lee's also the janitor and he's in most episodes. Um, <laughs> and like, it's, it, I thought they'd rush the Iron Spider but they've done the suit to perfection obviously because like it's cartoon and they kind of covered it. Like Tony Stark appeared and he was this Flash guy and Nick Fury said to Spider-Man, you stay away from him and obviously Spider-Man didn't listen and he made him a Iron Spider suit and they pulled it off and I'm like that's actually awesome that they've covered Iron Spider in like one episode so, I've um, got an action figure of, of that Iron Spider sorry, the one from Ultimate oh, Spider-Man oh, nice because yeah. um, I've seen like later on in the series they do a crossover with the Spidey Gwen and Miles Morales comes over and stuff so yeah I'm looking forward, obviously this is just called Ultimate Spider-Man, it is fuck all to do with like the Ultimate Spider-Man series as far as yeah, I've got so far um, however, they did make a. Somebody said, "Oh, the Amazing Spider-Man," and the janitor Stanley said, "The Amazing Spider-Man." There could be something in that, and takes a note of it. So that was quite funny. But yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying it. The last one was the Trapster, and he baby trapped the school and tied up Coulson. And it's just cool to hear his voice as Coulson. Mm. It's such yeah. a cool thing. It makes it feel kind of more official. Not official, but you know what I mean. Um, yeah. yeah. So I'm enjoying it so far. There's four seasons of it. I'm going to keep watching it. Like I had to push past a couple of episodes that were just boring filler. This is far too kiddie. 
it's nowhere near as good as the 94, but I'm kind of glad I went back to it. Uh, I'm only maybe 10 episodes in. The Hulk was in a couple of episodes ago as well, so plenty of guest cameos. I don't really like his breaking the fourth wall, talking to the camera, though. That bugs me. doesn't make it feel like Spider-Man. Yeah, I mean, he didn't really do that in the he didn't, in the comics, ever. did he? No, he didn't. I mean, he would kind of had he had that inner monologue, but that was him talking to himself. He wasn't like talking to like the audience, but, sort of thing. Yeah, and and this like it pauses, like flashed through a dodgeball at his face, and he stopped and looked at the camera, and he went, "Now I could easily dodge this with my spidey sense, but to keep up appearances, and then it zooms back in, it hits him in the face, and it's like." We know what you have to do. You don't have to stop mm. every time and explain. So I'm kind of hoping that dies down. My biggest worry about this when I first seen it uh, was because this is only recently finished up, like last year, year before. And like I remember that he bought, he got the spider motorbike in like mm. episode two, and I was like, that's terrible. He doesn't need it. But it's kind of self-referential where they address it like later on, and it makes mm. sense. And he doesn't have it anymore. So like, yeah, I kind of thought they were taking it a whole stupid way, but it's it's decent. I might I might even give Marvel Spider-Man a chance once I've watched through this because it's only four seasons worth. Um, hmm. What else I watch? Uh, I haven't watched any more of the Jurassic Parks in 4K. Just watched Transformers One and last night. Um, I'm going to watch Lost World and the rest of them before next week's show because Jurassic Park's out in like two weeks. Oh, Jurassic World too. Well, you know, like Jurassic. See, like me and Cameron were talking about that today. Um, he was going to come on if he wasn't going to his girlfriend's tonight. And he's a big film buff. Um, and what I said to him is, what has been, like, in recent times, your biggest, oh, my fucking God, like, outside of Avengers, because that was his instant reaction, I said, outside of Avengers, what was the, oh, my God, like, and the only time I remember that happened to me in, like, the last 10 years was um, when Jurassic World came out. And it, mm. it might be different for our generation, because we went to the cinema to see the first one. It was sitting down at that cinema because I was in split shift at the Tudor and Tasha was still working. I went myself, went to see Jurassic World and see when like that the theme song hit and the monorail just pulled up mm. and it said, welcome to Jurassic World. And I was like, oh my God, the park's open. Oh my God. Like, and I know that was a tagline, the park is open, but I, it just gave me chills. It made me go, oh my fucking God. It gave me the sweats and I felt like looking about wanted to high five fucking audience. And that's, that's no, but you know what I mean? Like I haven't had that feeling. Yeah. See, see, to be fair, like I totally agree. Like, uh, I I loved Jurassic World. Like, for for me, it was it's my favorite Jurassic Park movie. Like, I, I think it surpassed what they did with the original. Because I you always wondered, like after seeing what Jurassic Park one, like what would this be like if it was open? And that's what's so appealing mm. about like those games where where you can make oh, a park and open it and like this. and see the chaos of it. But like getting to see that like on on the screen was fucking cool. It was like yeah. it was like twenty thirty years in the making that movie. Yeah, and like I know folks say, Oh, that that like musical performance gave me the shivers, that that gave me the chills, oh gave me goosebumps. Legit see like I could feel my body like blood draining and like excitement levels rising when the monorail and I know I don't ever talk about stuff like this, Andy, but like obviously like yes, today I was talking about it and I was like, No, I remember sitting in that cinema and it was like an afternoon showing. It was like a two or three o'clock and it was out that day but nobody was there and just I literally made that noise as it, the monorail was going in and like when I went to the second time like later on that night with Tasha I was like look it's, it's open it's open. she never got the same reaction but I don't think she was as big a fan as me I said Tasha I yeah, wanted yeah. to be an archaeologist I had all yeah, the toys too, yeah. <laughs> like I had my mum's pastry brush out in the back garden brushing stones and stuff pretending I was Dr. Alan Grant like <laughs> on, honestly I loved it so much I had all the dinosaur magazines and that park and not 
it, none, none of the first three. The park was never open. The first one was like a yep. prototype. Second one was in the city. The third, the third one. Were, well, the second, no, the second one was on the on the uh, the backup island. You, you on the backup the, island, Nublar, I think. Island, yeah, no, that was the main. Nublar and Sauna. Yeah, Sauna was the third sauna. one where it was the breeding grounds. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then Jurassic World was back to the original island because they mm. built the park at the other side. Because uh, remember the cool park, and also the second part in that film that gave me the chills. Yeah, they found the old they found park, the original entrance. Yeah, yeah, oh, man. and the visitor center and everything. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, such goodness! Honestly, I've got such high hope for the next one. Um, yeah. It's weird though that they're kind of making it out to be more of a horror which the first one was meant to be, um, and the book certainly is, but like, they're making this this one out to be a proper horror with like, you know, the claws coming in for the wee girl sleeping and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, but apparently... I don't know how much horror it will be, because, I mean, it was like, I think it was a 12, the the Jurassic World. And, the original, like, it's now a PG. Yeah, I mean, not the original, the, the uh, Jurassic World. Oh, no, the original was a 12 as well. Yeah, yeah, but like... I mean Jurassic World, like it was like a twelve, and it's obviously it's a twelve A, so you can fucking take it and see it. And like, like Bethany's seen Jurassic World, and she really liked it. Um, she wasn't that keen on the trailer for this one, though, to be fair, because it does seem a little no. bit darker. But I think they will have stayed it with a similar sort of tone. Well, it looks the, the only problem is it looks like they're um, they're kind of playing off it where they've they've done the, the Indominus Rex, they've done an Indominus Raptor now, something like that, and. I, I think they know. did. I think they did come out and say that that will be the last like genetically added on thing that they do. Like they're going to stick to real dinosaurs apart from that. Well, remember that they even addressed the. I like how they addressed addressed the world the real life discovery that dinosaurs had feathers, and they said that mm-hmm. yeah, but these ones have been genetically modified. Yep, to you look know, like people that, expect them to look. Yeah, yeah, and that's what they said. Yep. That was cool. Um, I like that Jeff Goldblum's in this one. So what I'd like for the the third one in the series because they always said there was going to be a Jurassic World trilogy I would love mm-hmm. them to have Sam Neill back as Alan Grant yeah I, I loved Sam Neill like he was, like mm-hmm. I loved Jeff Goldblum but I think Sam Neill was my favourite Sam Neill Sam Neill was my favourite and then I remember yeah. him in Invent Horizon guy okay. yeah he was a creepy guy in that one mm-hmm. yeah. good actor though oh very good no Jurassic Park was originally a PG they're all PGs except the I thought Jurassic Park was a 12 can't remember, but no, 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 I love them all. Like, um, I, I don't care what's said about the third one. Like, I really like the third one as well because Alan Grant came back, even if it's not as strong a story as the first two. Like, it's a bit like um, Back to the Future. I love the first two, I still like the third one, even though it's not the best. See, I did not like the third one at all. Like, nah. Back to the Future, I didn't like it. See, the Wild West setting, like, fucking cowboys. Ross would, Ross would probably love it. Ross loves it, yeah, he did. Yeah, but my favorite's the second one because it's in the future. Yeah, oh, the second one's the best. Back to the Future yeah. 2. By, by the the first one's good, it's a good concept now, but the second one's amazing. The second one's what all the stuff gets made from, like Marty McFly's like self... Remember Nike made them, the self-fastening yep. trainers, mm-hmm. and they were like two grand or something? Mm-hmm. You know, Mark, the last time I seen him was thinking about getting a pair. <laughs> I don't think he was joking. Yeah, probably not, no, knowing Mark. <laughs> yeah. uh, they were like two grand and it went to charity, but like mm. um, they did the hoverboards from Mattel as well for the anniversary. They, they sold out um, but yeah no like uh, Jurassic Park's incredible but the 4K copy isn't good like Fraser said that it's because of like I said it's it was filmed in 35 and like it was rendered in 2K and blah blah but Ross said it's also to do with universal storing of things like they don't keep the negatives well and that's why like Blade Runner right. will never be 4K so it's probably a mixture of both but I mean it's as good as the film's ever going to look 
like it's never going to look better no matter what mm. like 8k comes out this film's going to look terrible like 4k is the top like see for these films that were for we're not even really filming in 8k much so like i know 8k is around the corner but it's going to be a good five years before 8k takes over um so like do you think, do you think they'll do 8k blu-rays no i think they, i think it'll be digital by then i think 4k is yeah. kind of the last yeah, and I'm fine with it. The physical media. Yeah, see, now the only reason that I buy 4K is because streaming them, you never get the 4K quality. The only way you get it is if you've got a hard copy. So, not yet. Especially, and, like you will be able to get that sooner or later, though. I, but I'm talking ten years down the line. Like what? Yeah. I'll, I won't bother with Jurassic Park 4K. Wait ten years? No, I'm getting it. Now. <laughs> um. So yeah, I watched that. I watched Jurassic Park, and uh, Nelson made a good comment because I've got my Roma in my store just now, and uh, he said. Also, Nelson's is my friend. <laughs> my, <laughs> said, my, my, uh, my Roman, no, my friend. My Roma. Yeah, he is. But like, um, he made a good comment. Like, Godzilla had a cartoon. Back to Future had a cartoon. All these big films had cartoons. Why did Jurassic Park never get one? Did it not have a cartoon? Nah. It didn't. It's weird, isn't it? You're Googling now. Yeah, I am. Uh, no, I don't think it did. No, you're right. Like, that's what he's meaning like Ghostbusters the cartoon like all these big films had cartoons just they, did, they did make one but it got cancelled yeah but it never came out you can get it though there was a whole season of it made okay I need to get this now how do you know this uh, oh no no sorry it was just a story outline it doesn't look as if there was the actual right okay I just googled it and okay, I got the answers. I know. I'll send you the link. There you go. I've got one. Escape from Jurassic Park. Yeah. Yeah, that's I've the exact one I'm looking at. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard no, of that before. So. Do you know? I think it's very strange that like everything else, like Godzilla and everything, this never came because this would have been so successful. Like especially yeah. the wait between Jurassic Park one and the second one. I mean, they made a lot of uh, comics. A lot of toys. And they've done comics they a lot, but really there, there was a lot of toys which would tie in perfectly to like a cartoon. Exactly. So I don't know why they've done this. Why There's a lot of made games. This. They made a lot of video games, I'm, though. I, I'm very surprised that they've not made uh, the Avengers. The cartoon. Oh, the, the what? The Avengers? The Adventures of Blue. The Adventures of Blue? The oh, Raptor. you mean like the, the Raptor, right, right, right? Yeah, why don't they do the Adventures of Blue uh, Jurassic World animated series and it's just about the dinosaurs? That would The kids would love that. I mean, the problem is you'd have to make it talk. Yep. And then the second you make it talk, it, it's not like a scary dinosaur anymore. It's like... It's for kids, Andy. Anthropomorphic child fucking thing. Hmm. No, I'm not keen. This looks more interesting, like the escape from Jurassic Park thing. Yeah, but it's never happened. No, it's not. But like, it looks more kind of in line with what they did with the with the movies. Yeah, there's Ellie and Tim, and Doctor Alan yeah. Grant, Sarah Harding, Doctor Ian Malcolm, who's got a wide leg pose. Of course he does. Um, yeah, I mean, like, it was anyway. Let's get back to what I was. What I've been watching. I've just been watching Spider Man. I've been reading because my uh, the zoom was free delivery if you waited an extra day i was like i'll wait and i was really so hyped to watch Jurassic park again i had to stop myself last night i was like wait you're getting the 4k today you get the 4k <laughs> tomorrow um I started reading the book again and oh man i just wish I, I i love the book and like i just wish that some of the elements had been put in like see when they remake jurassic park in 20 years time because they will they should definitely make it a proper horror 
And then it made me start thinking. I know the Evolution game's coming out, but we'll talk more about the Jurassic Park games during the, the section because obviously mm. there's a wee bit of news about that that I found out the other day. Um, but what, what happened to Dino Crisis? Make, make, never mind Resident Evil 8, just make Dino Crisis, reboot it. Yeah, that is actually a fair point. Like, dinosaurs are quite hot again now, so Dino Crisis could easily come back at this point. 100%. 100%. Uh, Dino Crisis 3 was the last one, wasn't it? Yeah, it's been a number of years since the last one. like Because uh, that came out in what? The Xbox original? One. Yeah, the original Xbox. Yeah, so like, yeah, 2003 that, that was out. Even if they remade Dino Crisis 1, that would be an acceptable remake. Yeah, yeah 100%, yeah. I mean, uh, it, it was it was very much based on the like Resident Evil sort of style. Oh, yeah. It was Resident but Evil was, with dinosaurs. Yeah, it was cool. Second one wasn't as good. It was more an action game, hmm. and the third one I never played. It was dinosaurs in space. No, I never played them. But um, oh, only the first one is the one I played. I think that's all I watched. Um, what else did I watch? Uh, Jessica Jones episode one of season. Okay, two. right. How was it? S- slow. Mm. Um, it's almost like. A reintroduction to a character, almost as if like, oh, you don't need to watch the first one, just start here. It's like, but we've seen you all the way through the Defenders. Like, why am I? Anyway, it's it was alright. It was slow. Kind of introduced a villain in the last five minutes, and it shows how much an impact Kilgrave, um, David Tennant had in the first season. Like that he's not instantly in this season straight away. It's mm-hmm. like, ugh, come on, spring back to life. <laughs> it was good. I will watch more of it. Um, what else have I watched? Uh, no, I think that's about it. To be honest with you, Deadpool Two was the last time I've seen it at cinema. Really, just watching Brooklyn Nine Nine at night. I love that show. So yeah, glad it's, it's getting a final season. It's fucking good. Like we we got caught up with that this week actually. We're not on season five yet. Um, I'll, I'll not spoil it for you, but I mean it's not like a big story based show it was mostly week to week comedy stuff but uh, yeah it's fucking hilarious that show mm. anyway that's about all I watched Andy what have you been watching this week oh your Game of Thrones has come out in 4k soon which would be a cool thing in 4k yeah I don't care about that <laughs> I've seen it already like I don't care about 4k and you don't like flopping wiener flopping wiener Peter Dinklage has a big cock it's so boring <laughs> I, I like it but, um, but yeah I don't need to see it again at all. Um, yeah, so the only thing that I really watched this week was uh, I watched uh, Black Panther again. Okay. And I only wanted to mention this because uh, I watched it whilst I was doing something else that I'll talk about in a bit. And I saw the bit that we missed at the cinema. But it didn't really add anything, to be honest. I kind of filled in the blanks in my head and it was exactly what I thought it would be. But it's a really good movie. Like, watching it again Black, Black, was really Panther, good. Yeah. Black Panther, yeah, and it was it was actually funny because like, see, every time I hear T'Challa talking now, I always think of the the Ugandan knuckles. <laughs> Show me the way. Do you know the way? <laughs> Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. Do you know the way? <laughs> Excuse me, queen. <laughs> it is. It is one hundred percent. And you mean, Beth? We're just having a laugh about that, and but yeah, it's a really good movie. Oh, yeah, we were doing that just down playing Mario Kart. Yeah, yeah, I mean, she's she's seen the video. Um, 
even though she wasn't supposed to. But I always make fun of her because of it. Yeah, it's funny because she gets she gets embarrassed like when I go when I say it to her. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking funny. Because well, you add, you shouldn't be saying things like that. <laughs> no, I mean like cool. that that part of it's perfectly innocent. Like it's all the rest of it that's not like because there's so much swearing in that in it. That video is ridiculous. Spit on her. She's not the queen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm glad I didn't watch anything else. Ah, uh, do you know what sucks about my new Switch case? It can't fit two Pro controllers. No, no, it can't. Well, you you could if you took the dock out. Yeah, but the whole point is to take the dock. Yeah. The dock is such a bulky bastard of a thing, in it? Yeah, I could put a... Because I've got, like, my Zelda controller and I've got my Pro controller at the stand, the Switch, mm. the plug, the dock quite smoothly... Uh, the HDMI cable and one Pro Controller and that fits yep. really neat but mm. there's no space for a second Pro Controller you could take the console itself out and have that like in the separate little case and then put the uh, yeah, that put works. the other controller in there along with like a wee oh, one extra of the joy coins or something. Yeah. yeah yeah that works yeah I'm gonna do that this one's never been, the strap's never even been taken out, like the sellotape. Mm. Like, I'm opening it as we speak on here. <laughs> a radio unboxing. Radio unboxing. Yeah, it's, it's actually a really good carry case. Like, like I've used it, I've used it a couple of times to take the Switch here and there. And uh, it's done, done me absolutely fine. Like, obviously, like, if you're just taking the Switch, you don't need this. But, like, if you're going anywhere, like, I'm going to Dundee, or, like, if we were ever going down to Eurogamer, I'd definitely take this. Mm. Yeah. It's quite compact as well. There's, oh, there's a zip at the back. That's handy for like, I just, I don't know what you put in there. Cable. In fact, I'm going to take the HDMI cable out. I mean, you could put the HDMI cable in there and like, you could, I mean, you could put the games anywhere in that thing. Like, oh, yeah. I need to well, actually buy like, you know, you know those wee game case things you get? Like game case yeah. holders? I need to buy one yeah. of those so that, uh, so I can store the games for traveling them. Because just now, like my, my Switch case has like, uh, one of the cases I've got has like little uh, pockets for the games that you can slide them into and it fits like seven games in it which is yeah. fine if you've only got seven games like physical but we've got like 15 now so and I wouldn't take all of them not necessarily but like it would be nice to be able to take more and not have them like rattling around in the case and the other see the case that came with that one like that doesn't have a slot for the games to go in it anywhere does it not? I don't think so oh no no the switch so like I'll probably not use this I'll probably use my Zelda one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a good it's a good case. Yeah, it's the official Nintendo carry case. It looks like kinda of briefcase sort of thing. Mm. Yeah, that's, yeah it's, that's it's, it's the exact same one I've as I've got. <laughs> yeah. We bought the same I, thing, Ellie. We did. <laughs> I could probably give you the wee stand because I don't need them. You know the wee cool stand that I Yeah. The Hori one. For, remember I used it in the plane in Italy okay I can probably just give you that it's like a 10 yeah I mean if, you, if you're not going to use it if you've already got one mate then yeah fire, yeah. fire up this this is awesome I'm really liking this and your idea of putting the Pro Controller works quite nicely my Zelda yeah. one can go there switch one what could I put next to the Zelda thing oh. and it means that like if somebody if somebody was to steal it because it does say fucking Nintendo Switch on it 
then yeah. they're not actually stealing your sweats, they're only stealing the bits and pieces that go with it. Yeah, they're, they're stealing a £100 dog, uh, a £70 <laughs> controller, a £30 controller, and some cables, but yeah, apart from that. And whatever games. And all my games, yeah. That's the only problem with having something like this when it's like, this is an obvious target if you're ever like on holiday. Like, if I go to Italy, well, when I go to Italy, I'll never take this like out. And, obviously, you wouldn't take it out and about. It's just basically to get a dock from one place to the other. Essentially, yeah, and your, your cables and stuff. But the, uh, like, that's why I didn't, because the backpack is really cool. Like, we've got the, the backpack in stock, um, yeah. and like, it's so cool. But I don't think I would ever buy it because. It has like this big switch logo on it, which is much more obvious than like that one, because that one's just yeah. grey. And like, if you didn't know what you're looking for, like, you wouldn't necessarily notice that it was like a switch thing. And if it's it's for gaming and whatnot, but this one is like has the N- Nintendo logo in, in fucking red, and the rest of the bag is grey. It's very very obvious that that's what this, this bag is for. Yeah, not very cool. Got it for a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I um, didn't watch anything else, so... Let's move on to Level Up. This part of the show we're talking about all the games we've played this week and the video game news. So, Andy, what's been happening in the video game news? Uh, so, first of all, <laughs> GTA's getting its own Battle Royale mode called Trapdoor. Because of course it is. Because of course it is. So GTA Online, obviously, this is, and it's the same deal where you get your 100 players, blah, 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 and you have to kill each other. Same as Fortnite. Same as fucking PUBG. Except in mm-hmm. GTA. Mm-hmm. To be fair, I mean, it, there's a high possibility that, like, uh, in terms of the actual game engine, this might be better. Because GTA's game engine is very well optimised. So, maybe, maybe. this actually might be better. Have you tried it? No. No. I mean, I'm not oh. interested in, in GTA whatsoever. I don't even it's... know if I have it anymore. It's an old maybe. game, I don't need it. You've probably traded it, because, I mean, when's the last time you thought about playing it? Two minutes ago, when you asked me, have you... <laughs> yeah, but, but apart from that. Yeah, true. Yeah, I, th- I think you traded it before, but, um, but yeah, like, uh, I don't have any interest in going back to GTA. I don't think anything at this point would convince me to buy that game again. Like, I played it on PS3, I had zero desire to go back and play it again on PS4. Yeah. Um, in very unshocking un- news, uh, play- uh, Sony's announced that uh, production of physical Vita games is ending. Mm. So they are still going to make, still going to release digital games for it, but physical games are done. So it is now a digital only system, which is, which I think is good to be fair, because like the Vita Vita games on the shelves are not selling like anywhere. The only the only time people are buying them is online, and for the most part. The prices on the on the PSN store are actually pretty decent. We've had the same PS Vita games on the shelf. Yep, nobody buys them. Since it got opened up and hacked, like nobody wants nobody wants normal games for. But the thing is, like a library of ten good. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean the thing is, like most most of the best games for the system are are digital only anyway and like there's so many fucking good indie games and like GRPGs and stuff like that, that you can buy so like and, and the thing is as well like there's Sony does sales all the time on Vita games so there's plenty of opportunities for you to be able to buy cheap cheap uh, digital games so just do that who cares about the physical games for, for that 
console in the first place. They they should have really made that console digital only. It would have. See if they made it they digital tried only. They the PSP and, Go and it failed. Yeah, but that's because they fucked it up. Like, see if they made the PS Vita digital only and it had uh, micro SD cards, it would have done so much better. It would have made Sony more money. You think? Hmm. Maybe with the micro SD cards. But... Sorry. Yeah. Um, Cliff, Cliffy B shared some of his scrapped game ideas, which pretty much mostly looked terrible. Like, I don't know if you looked at these, but they looked awful. Uh, I'm going home because I couldn't make a good... Everybody hates... Everybody hates my gonna... games. Because they're shit. Every, everybody's yep. going to hate me. Yeah, they do. But you've just closed this. Just leave the studio, make its own games, and you stay away from them. Yeah, yeah. Stop interfering with the, with their games, and they'll be fine. Because I think if they'd released Law Breakers correctly, then it would have done much better. Like, yeah, if... but it was Cliffy B's stubbornness of no, no Xbox. No what? Xbox. And it, it would have done so much better he's... on Xbox. Well, Cliffy B's an Xbox guy. Yeah. But I think he was. He was. He was trying to do something clever, obviously, and be like, ah, oh, I don't need Xbox to be... Like, fuck off. So obviously... I think, he was just like, I think he was just like sticking his fingers up at Microsoft, basically. Going like, yeah. fuck you, my game's not going to be on your system. Like, yeah. Right, okay. okay. And then it's like, okay, fine, so no one's going to play it, because... <sighs> no your audiences, I'll say. Yeah. They had to kill it, because like, I, I read up about it, but apparently there was like at one point where Lawbreakers had 26 people playing it wow. <laughs> or wide <laughs> that's bad like and I mean that game came out this year do you know what I mean like holy fuck <laughs> what was it somebody remember somebody commented Cliffy B and he was talking about all Battle Royale games and somebody said you already done one it was called Lawbreakers it started with 100 players <laughs> <laughs> nice. but yeah so yeah fuck that guy's ideas um, Metro Exodus has been delayed you liked the Metro games, didn't you? The, there was no. 2033 and Last Light, no? Never Fraser Light. Oh, okay, yeah, it must have been Fraser that talked about them then. Yeah, because it's the games where you play in the underground railways in Russia. I got them in the sale and I was like, yeah, this is terrible. <laughs> yeah, I never so played dark. them. Like, I mean, it's like the dark, foreboding, first-person shooter type thing. and It's not really my scene. Okay, it's all grey. Mm-hmm. It's like rage, but grey yeah, instead of rage. <laughs> Although I'm telling you, see, since you talked about that, I see that trailer everywhere. Yeah, the Rage 2 trailer. What did you think yeah. of it now that you've seen it? <coughs> it's rage, but they've added colour. Still no interest. <laughs> I'm going to buy it because, like, from from what <laughs> yeah, no, from from what I saw from it, like, I liked Mad Max and like the guys that making Mad Max seem to be doing the driving side of it, and then it's the Ed guys doing the shooting side of it. Like, that seems like a good combination. Or a Frankenstein monster. Or a Frankenstein monster, but I mean, it could go either way. I, you, I just, you just seem to stick by your rule of Ali doesn't like the look of her game, I'll buy it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that, that works for me as well. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that game's been delayed. Um, and yeah, you said oh, Deep Silver's running behind in two games. Cause, um, Deep Silver are the ones that are making Dead Island, are they not? Like Dead Island 2? Yeah, and Shenmue 3. Oh, are they on Shenmue 3 as well? For fuck's sake. Yeah, that was a second one. Right, okay. <laughs> um, Stalker 2 has been announced. <laughs> okay. Stalk- Did you play Stalker? I never played it. For who? What was it? Who played that? I've heard, of, I've heard of it, but I've never played it. I don't know. I can't even tell you what it is. 
but yeah, Soccer 2 is coming out. Woo. Uh, GTA 5 is now sold over 95 million copies. That's mental. <laughs> Why are people still buying this game? I mean, come on. Like, how have you not bought this? Because this is new copies as well. It's not like people are going, like, second-hand. And this not including, like, the second-hand sales. <laughs> Insane. I think what I think what it is is like people people buying it right, and trade then in. they they trade it in, and then they, it comes up in a sale digital, and they go, oh, I could play GTA again. They buy it digital. But that's not digital sales, is it? Yeah, that will include digital sales. I would imagine because this is this will be figures coming from uh, coming from Rockstar, so they will include ah, yeah, digital yeah. sales. Yeah. Right. But yeah, I think a lot of people play it online, but I think it's like mostly kids. Not for not for me whatsoever. Uh, no Man's Sky is getting a new update, Ali. Still, this game came out yeah, what, two years ago now, but it's now finally yeah, it's now finally getting the multiplayer update uh, coming in July, and they're doing new uh, box art, and I think they're doing a new. They must be doing a new physical pressing for it. I'll still have a bunch of discs lying about somewhere already pressed, which is probably more likely, and uh, they're doing like a new physical box art for it, where it's got like, you know, how in the original box art, it's got like the the one guy. Standing yeah. in front of the the big the the sort of background. Now, this one's got like five, I think it's five people standing in front of the background. I mean that could be interesting. Like you bought this game digital on PS4, didn't you? What? What game? No Man's Sky. You did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I did. So I mean, it could be worth jumping back in and giving it a bash in multiplayer because I think that it would be more fun in multiplayer. That's what I bought it for. So so maybe so, we'll like, get to play No Man's Sky in multiplayer. The thing is that, um, what you might call it, the Xbox are technically getting the best version at launch. Oh, is it updated for One uh, X support? No, no, they're getting all these features that we were meant to get and didn't get. Oh yeah, because it's not out yet. Is it out? Yeah. Is it on Xbox? No. no, no, it's not out yet. Right. So, okay. Yeah. So like, okay. So all that stuff will come. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So Xbox. That... Plays... Oh, so so when it releases on Xbox, that's when it will have the new. Box yeah. art, that's what it'll be. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, yeah, so Call of Duty Black Ops 4 got a trailer and some information released about it. No single player at all. Boo. It's got zombies. Who cares? It's, like, it's ridiculous. Who cares? It's got zombies. It's got some kind of Battle Royale-ish mode by the looks of it. Yeah, no, I don't care. The main mode is Battle Royale for it. Yeah, it can just fuck off. I have no interest. I hated the Black Ops anyway. Um, and like all the multiplayer bullshit is just of no interest to me yeah give me advanced like infinite warfare I had a great story mode like I loved it, it. it and it <laughs> had some cool side missions and stuff yeah, yeah and, and I don't I don't get why they don't see that like I mean obviously the majority of people must just play the multiplayer yeah. But these those people are fucking idiots because they're missing out on a great story, and it's because of those fucking idiots that play hundreds of hours of the stupid multiplayer, <laughs> and not not bother to play the storyline of the game that they bought, um, which was actually very good on the last one, um, or not the last one, the one before, um, because of those people, that's why they're only making multiplayer things. Yep. So yeah, there's no need for me to buy the Call of Duty this year then. No, I won't be buying it either. I didn't buy um, World War Two either. No, I mean, I, I I did buy World War Two, and like to be fair, I didn't particularly like the storyline in that one. But I think it was just because it it just felt like kind of shitey band of brothers type thing that they did. Like I could see why some people liked it, but just I didn't enjoy it. I didn't. I think it was the characters. I just didn't connect with any of them. But in Infinite Warfare, I loved it. It's brilliant. 
Um, the next Halo game is going to be played on a 130-inch 4K screen with the smell of chicken wings in the air. Yeah. Oh, this is because it's going to be an arcade game. Yeah, they've made an arcade cab Halo. Arcade cab Halo. It's like a is it a mech game or something like that? I'm not sure. Um, as far as I can see, it's set during Halo One, and you play as an ODST. Okay. I don't know what that means. No idea. What's an ODST? An orbital. Sounds like a sounds like a sexual sexually transmitted disease. An orbital drop shot trooper. Right. Okay. I've never played. I've only played Halo One. I haven't played any other Halos apart from Halo Reach multiplayer. Yeah. I will get to play those games though because they've uh, they've actually just not long updated them. Um, oh, yeah, the Master Chief Collection has just been updated. Yeah. Which is really cool, like because they've updated it for like Xbox One X support and stuff, and you can now download the uh, the multiplayer and the campaigns separately, so you can have different parts of the game installed depending on what you want to play. It's not on Game Pass, though. No, it's not on Game Pass, but I mean, it's only it's like fifteen quid or something like that, which is it's fine for those games. Like, that's a good price, and that game's actually held its price. But as like Guardian, Halo Guardians is like a fiver. <laughs> yeah, Halo Guardians was good though. But Master Chief Collection is is a good value proposition, even even at that, like fifteen quid. Um, yep. Are you gonna say something there? No, no, sorry, I'm trying to transform oh. Bumblebee. Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> um, the <laughs> Skull and Bones, that that pirate ship game where you play as a pirate ship and don't control any crew members, oh, yeah. has been delayed. Oh. Is it because they realised it was bad? <laughs> Hopefully. Um, delayed until at least 2019. Yeah, I can just fuck off. Honestly, like, give us another Assassin's Creed pirate game. That would be acceptable. They don't need this game no. at all. No. So, Do you think they've looked at like the reception to Sea of Thieves and like taken some right. notes from that? Yep, I reckon so. They've looked at Sea of Thieves and went, "Oh, we've went about this the wrong way, guys." What yep. do you mean? They went, "Look at what Rare's done." They've went, "But we've got cut scenes," and they're like, "Yeah." Do you honestly think they want to just have cut scenes of fighting? Do you want to... <laughs> they're obviously enjoying getting off the boat. It might be a good thing in the long run for the game. Like, give Sea yeah. of Thieves its, um, its time, stay away from it, and then while Sea of Thieves is dying, pop it, pop this out with actual good stuff in it. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if they, if they could if they could give you, like, a third-person, realistic-y looking, like, Assassin's Creed graphics-looking version of Sea of Thieves with, uh, with some real good... Like sort of story quests, um, that aren't just go fetch three chickens yeah. and bring them back. Like if they could do that, then yeah, like proper pirate quests, and that's probably a good thing. Give, give me black black flag basically online. Yeah, then yeah, awesome. Um, Division two is going to be out by March twenty nineteen. I assume they will announce the release date for it at E three. They will. Yeah. And, like Division Two, I think I'll buy it when it comes out because I never got into the Division One. No, you didn't. And, and people like really seem to get get into that, and like the the live service type stuff like does interest me, and like things like Destiny don't. So like this one and, and Monster Hunter World and things like that, they don't interest me. But this one, uh, I remember remember the car door when the guy fucking walked past the car and like he pushed the car door closed. Like yeah. that was a cool moment. 
I'm like, I kind of, I kind of regret not playing that game like when it came out. But I think when Division I One came out, it was all, yeah. Like I've got it on Xbox. I've never played it. Um, but I think when it when it came out, there was like a lot of issues at launching. Because oh, I remember was. seeing, I remember seeing a bunch of pictures of like people queued up waiting to use a laptop. <laughs> yeah, because they didn't let you walk through people. So, like, you could only yep. really use the laptops one at a time, which was really annoying. So, there was no, like, the clipping wasn't set right or something. Mm. So, like, you couldn't, you know, like, phase through. I don't know what the right word is. Yeah. just had to stand there and wait for that person to move, so. But it was so funny, like, see those images. But, but yeah, so, like, the Division 2, I think Ubisoft is quite good at learning from their mistakes. Like yeah. if you look at their all their sequels, like the, the Assassin's Creed and like Far Cry games and stuff like that, and even I mean Watch Dogs maybe to a certain extent, like um although they went down the wrong, they went too extreme with Watch Dogs. Um, yes. Yeah, but but like with but with this one, like they seem to have updated the Division One a lot, and seemingly it's actually a really good game now. Um, but yeah. I think like for me, it's probably too late to actually get into it. So Division Two, like, is the one that I'll definitely be interested in when it comes out. Um, so yeah, yeah, you were saying like uh, a mystery franchise game, Crew Two and Division Two are all coming out it's before not, March. It's not a mystery because <laughs> it's not Assassin's Creed, and it's not Far Cry because Far Cry just came out and Assassin's Creed is taking it year off now. It's not going to be Watch Dogs because Watch Dogs Two is poorly received. Um, so yeah, Splinter Cell is going to be. Yeah, they've got Splinter Cell and Ghost Recon, so it's, there's no mystery, guys. Let's not. Let's not. There's no mystery there whatsoever. Um, now here's an interesting one, and this is the beginning. Of the real shovelware on the Switch. This is it. This is it. mark your calendar. This is the beginning of the shovelware on the Switch. Uh, so Go Vacation is coming to the Nintendo Switch. Now Go Vacation, if you don't remember, Ali was a Wii game. It's a Wii game. So this is a remaster of a Wii game, which and essentially Go Vacation is sort of like Wii Sports type thing. There's like it's got skiing and tennis and like bowling and jet skiing and that sort of shit in it. So yeah, this is this is that game, and I guarantee it has all the motion control bullshit in it. And yeah, shovelware. Here we go. Switch shovelware. Can't wait to buy it all. Do you know what does look good though? Mario Tennis. Telling you now. Yeah, Mario Tennis looks cool. There's an open beta tournament thing coming for that in the first of June. Oh, excellent! I'll mark my calendar. Well, I mean, it will be because uh, it's a pre-launch tournament, right? So I mean, I assume that that means it's a. Uh, like a stress test for the servers. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure how that's going to work in terms of a tournament sort of thing, but like I assume it's probably like you know they did like their uh, splat. Uh, what was the Splatoon thing? Splat the global test, test fire. Yeah. The global test fire and the global test punch that they did for arms, like probably similar to that. Global test, yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. So, in probably the most interesting piece of news this week, though, Resident Evil Seven has it's been confirmed. Just- is coming to the Switch in Japan as a streaming only game. Yeah. Streaming only, so there's no there'll be no download or like box uh, box copy of this game. It will be streaming only, which is very strange. Um yeah. so that's coming out on May twenty fourth in Japan. So that's very soon, that's in two days' time. So I'm really interested to see like how that works because Nintendo hasn't done anything to do with cloud yet. This is like, like PlayStation now. Essentially, you're streaming the game from somewhere. Um, so, so with uh, so with this one, uh, the so the the game that you download is a 45 megabyte download, 
and then that pushes pushes you to the uh, the cloud version of the game. Um, <coughs> you can't play it on the go. <coughs> no, you wouldn't be able to play it on the go. You'd have to obviously have the internet connection to be able to play it. But like most of the time, I play the Switch in the house, so that's kind of okay. Um, so the the way that they're monetizing this is that you can play the game for up to fifteen minutes for free. So like have a shot of it. I assume that that's to let you test out your internet connection and make sure that you can stream the game effectively um, with your connection before you buy it. Um, and then you can you then can buy the buy the ticket for the game to let you play it for 180 days. Right, so that's six months, give or take. Yeah, that's fine. And that will cost you 2,000 yen, which is about $18, which would be about 15 quid, maybe. Right, that's, that's okay. So like, that I think that's actually alright, yeah. So you've got like you pay fifteen pounds, you essentially rent the game for six months. I mean six yeah. months is more than enough time to complete a game like oh, that yeah. and pl- play it or at least play it to get your fill of it, your fifteen pounds off. And that is actually the same price as it is run right now on like PS4, Xbox One. If you were to go and buy it. So yeah. that's that's fucking smart. Because <laughs> if you release this as a box game, it's sixty pounds. Guaranteed. Yeah. yeah, and if you release it phys- like physical, the digital version has to be sixty pound as well. But if you can put it out for fifteen, play it on the go, but albeit streaming wise, and um, this also takes away some of the hardware limitation of the Switch. Like, so I'm really curious to see how this works and like when this actually comes out. Uh, I'll be very interested to see like some videos of it to see how it holds up. Because because this can this can negate a lot of the hardware limitations of the Switch, which is insane. So if you think about that, if they do this for this will be the trial game for doing it if they do it for more and more games then you could start to see fucking all sorts of games come out that would be impossible to play on like the regular Switch hardware like your Assassin's Creed Origins and like Watch Dogs and things like that Yep So they've nearly got this transform <laughs> So yeah, that's that's very exciting um, Okay, the Steam Link app um, doesn't quite hold up yet um, from looking at it I haven't actually used it yet but I have downloaded it um, and I haven't hooked it up to my uh, to my uh, to my Steam but from what I'm hearing so far people are seem to be having like a few disconnection issues as well as like particularly there seems to be control disconnection problems with the Bluetooth like cutting out and things especially when using it on Apple devices Android devices will obviously vary wildly depending on what you're using yeah, but this is still in the be- in beta phase. So once this is like this beta is for them to roll it out, like essentially and figure out any of the kinks in in the in the app, and then once it comes to full release, most of these bugs will be fixed, which is good. Yeah, I do need to try it though, like and see how it works, like using a PS4 controller with my my Sony phone, because that should work. If it doesn't, I'll not be happy. Yeah, it's not something for me, really. No, it's not for you. It like for for me, like it, it could be good. It depends how well the interface is done with the <laughs> with the controller, because obviously you're using it in big picture mode. So I'm not I'm not like keen on that. Um, other news: uh, Leisure Sweet Larry Wet Dreams won't dry. Appeared briefly on Steam, so it looks like Leisure Suit Larry's gonna come back. Yeah, he said no one. Did you like? Did you ever play any of these games? I never played any. I played one on like the PS2. I want to say where like mm-hmm. 
work at the university campus and then you had to run away from the security guard while you streaked if you got too drunk and the only way to sober up was to like pee it was terrible it was <laughs> fine for the american pie era but see these days it's like okay yeah, go away <laughs> i mean yeah. there's much like there's much more interesting things out there oh, yeah. than garbage at this, at this point and finally a couple of bits of ps4 news um the PS4 is getting an official Elite style controller, and it's going to be made by Scuff. Yeah. You know, Scuff. You know the company that makes all those like custom controls and stuff. You must have had people come into come into the shop and ask you for like Scuff controllers now. No. No, if I get like one a week at least. <laughs> like we kids go, do you sell Scuff controllers? No. Like, because they're basically like a modded controller. No, I haven't with like seen it. custom buttons and stuff like. That. Um, I mean, some of them are cool. They tend to be like two or three times the price of your regular controller. But anyway, um, so they're making an official uh, PlayStation 4 controller, which is like the Elite-style one, so similar to the Xbox one where you can change out the thumb pads and like all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, it looks all right, but I mean, the, the weird thing for me is that they've offset the thumbsticks, which, like, on a PlayStation... Well, you know, you know the Xbox thumbsticks are offset, and yeah, the PS4 cool. ones are, are the same... Uh, are, like, on the same level. Yeah. Yeah, don't like it. Going, it looks like a weird mishmash of like a PS4 and an Xbox One controller. Don't know. I'm I'm not that keen on it, but I do like the Xbox One Elite controller. Though, to be fair, it's it's a nice controller. Xbox One Elite. Nah, I would mm-hmm. never buy it. Are they not releasing them finally with like chargeable batteries? Yeah, I think the new version that's come out of that. I'm not sure if it's out yet, but the new version of it does have a rechargeable battery installed in it finally <laughs> you don't have to buy a fucking extra battery on top of your 100 quid control or 200 pound controller which should be the case anyway yeah I mean Microsoft should have really had a battery in it from the beginning from instead of fucking launch. selling you an extra battery on top of it it's there's a lot of things Microsoft should have done I've seen a nice joke from the fake because uh, Kazari account saying that uh, Microsoft, PlayStation's best, Sony's best press conference was the Xbox One press conference. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought that was great, yeah. I think that was like five years ago around about this sort of time. Yeah. Remember that press conference though, like when they announced that? Holy fuck, that was weird. I was sitting was... even like I was sitting and I was I know you were kind of PlayStation like, but I was kind of sitting yep. like okay, here's my time to get sold and what one I'm going to buy. Mm-hmm. And, like, Microsoft totally dropped the ball with that press conference. Don't get me wrong, they've got a lot of goodwill back with what they've done in the years since, but it's taken them a while and far too late to win this generation. It was funny, though, because, I mean, like, they could have come out and smashed it, because if you think about it, the PlayStation 4 review, right, they announced the name of the console and, like, roughly when it was coming out, but they didn't even show the console, remember? Yeah. Like, they just didn't even show it at all. Like, they just showed, like, some of the games and, like, what some of the specs were and stuff like that and then they yeah. didn't show the final form until like, I think it was E3 um, yeah. but yeah it was really strange and but, uh, Microsoft did their press conference after Sony did and if they'd come out and went and smashed it out of the park then they would have won this generation like from that press conference but oh, yeah. they fucked up completely and lost lost in, in a major way like yeah. really badly to be honest um, TV, 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 sports, sports, Call of Duty, it's Call of Duty, Halo, fa- Xbox, fantasy football, all of that shit, man. Like, and a lot of the stuff they've like that they announced in that press conference is gone now completely. Yeah, like, people even, didn't like even, this. Delete it, delete it, delete it. 
Yeah, I think they maybe done away with too much. I really do. Like, I like the Xbox on. It's fucking hilarious. Like, uh, remember they had the because they had the game sharing thing. Yeah. Like, so you wouldn't be able to you wouldn't be able to share your games. You had the Connect requirement that made the console a hundred quid dearer than the PS4 at launch. Yeah, it had to have, it had to have Connect, and then like uh, you weren't they had the DRM. So like once you put the disc in, you never needed to use the disc again. But you couldn't trade the disc and all this. Yep, you couldn't trade the disc. You couldn't give it to your friend or anything like that. And then yeah, because that was that must have been E3. Because was E3? I can't remember. But anyway, the uh, definitely E3. Because yeah, it, it was a night I'm sure you stayed up and I was doing one with Robin and you were doing one with Fraser or vice versa and like we yeah. were trying to cover both things. We're yeah, because like, remember, remember after that like Sony came out and put out their video of like, here's how you share a game on PS4. Yeah. And they just like, the guy giving it to one of the other guys. Like, yeah, that's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Microsoft really fucked that up. Um, finally, the, the last piece of news that I want to talk about is kind of in relation to that, but with the PS4. Um, Sony's had like an airlines call this week, and basically they've said uh, that PS4 is kind of entering the end of its life cycle, oh, which is which is fast. It, but I think it's not really that fast because most console generations will last like five to eight years, um, yeah. and the PS4, uh, PS3, Xbox 360 generation like lasted nearly ten. Because because of the like financial credit crisis crunch. and all of that, there was yeah the credit crunch that was going on at the time, and now that is gone now that's gone away with. People are like you could see in the sales figures for like the PS4, Xbox One, like they're they're absolutely flying off shelves still. Um, even Xbox One, like which is is lower, um, but they're still selling very well and the games are selling well and whatnot. And technology's gotten to a point now where five years since it came out, technology's way past <laughs> like yeah. where the the PS4 is, and they, they've obviously got the PS5 in development, and um, so I would reckon that you're you're going to see a PS5 probably 2019. I would yeah. I would imagine that that would be my bet. I think we're going to see a logo at E3. You think so? Yeah. One last thing, PlayStation Five, and it just said, "Please wait a bit longer for more information," and it will be like TGS or something. They'll cover some more specs. Definitely, and then E3 next year for a full review. I th- I think they could uh, they could announce the release date for it like now, yeah. get ahead of the game. Like go, yep, it's coming out. Like because we know it's going to be if it's coming out next year, it's going to be holiday next year. So like holiday twenty nineteen. That's all I need and to if, say. If they play it right, they can do the whole. We don't want our customers unsure of whether they've got a next gen console or not. This is the next gen, no half gens, that sort of thing, no half measures. They could totally do that way. I mean, I think so. I think Sony's been very, like, very clever about keeping their naming conventions consistent. So, like, yeah, PlayStation, and then they did the remember it was PS One, like the the, the mini yeah. one, and then they've just done PlayStation Two, Three, Four, and then it'll be PlayStation Five. There's no way they'll call it anything else at this point. Yeah. There's absolutely no way, um, because people are familiar with it. They understand that a PS Four is the new version of the PS Three, and yeah. so on and so forth. People have been been used to it for like what 15 20 years at this point they're not going to yeah. change it now so microsoft has confused it <laughs> yeah. to be honest because um, xbox by... one is technically yeah. an, another generation but the games are all the same yeah and the yeah you mean the one the one x yeah yeah the one x is yeah yeah basically a new console yeah but they've went the wrong way about marketing it 
Yep, it's a shame, but um, I, I mean, I think they fucked it up with the Xbox 360. To be honest, like the Xbox 360 is a great name for a console, yep. but after that, where do you go? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> like, yeah, but they... I mean, Xbox One, okay, like. Yeah, that was the all-in-one, but then the One X, they should have just called it the Xbox X or the Xbox Scorpio or something like that. But they could have just called it Xbox. Like, because people, that's what te- people tend to refer it to as, like, just Xbox. Yeah, it's the Xbox. No one calls it the Xbox One, really, because sometimes I'll be like, oh, what's it for? And they're like, just the Xbox. And I went, what do you mean, 360? They went, no, the Xbox. And I went, on it. I'm like, yeah, the Xbox original. <laughs> I'm like, no, no. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think that uh, yeah, definitely with the, with this kind of slew of games that are coming out over the next uh, twelve months or so, like your Spider Man, your uh, Last of Us Two, uh, the Detroit Become Human, things like that. Like this is the kind of the end times of the of the PS4. Last yeah, of Us Two will be one of the final games. Last, yeah, it will be. And then we'll start to see things for PS5. There are PS5 games already in development, like. We already know this. Death Stranded. Do you know? I would say that that would be a PS5 game. However, they have Sony has said that that's going to feature as one of their four games for uh, E3 this year. Like they're only talking about four games in their press conference, and that's one of them. Unless they did it like they showed three PS4 games and then and then did the PS5 reveal and then said Death Stranded is now coming to PS5. Blah blah blah. Yeah, it'll be a launch game. Maybe they're keeping it super secret, and like the reason they're only talking about a few games is because it's the PS5 review. I mean, it could be, but I I do think that like if they're going to announce it, they will only release very scant details about it, and like maybe that like Death Stranding's coming to that instead. I think it would be smart for them to come out and say everything's backwards compatible, though. Like, if it was me and I was announcing the console, I would want to have that in day one, so that people aren't like are still well, happy to buy those games and not wait for remastered versions to come out on PS5. Yeah. Because you had that problem with things like Gran, Gran Turismo 6 and, oh. <laughs> and like that sort of shit, like uh, Assassin's Creed Rogue. <laughs> like, oh. I could go on. <laughs> like, there's many games like that that came out late on. Splinter Cell Blacklist. <laughs> that we expected to be battles compatible and never, or not, or remastered or made whatnot, but never happened. But yeah, that's all the news. Should have been back with compatible. It will be. It will be. Yeah. So yeah, let's, it, let's it, move it, on to 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 what we played. E three is going to be interesting this year, but yeah, still a couple oh, of weeks away. Okay, so I haven't played too much. Um, I did try and play. You know how I was kind of big on the obviously it's Jurassic Park hype just now, and I used to play the Jurassic Park builder on my phone. Yeah. Now I done the Facebook deletion several times, but occasionally it will log me back in when I'm trying to get um, when I'm trying to play games. Right. Mm-hmm. What happened this time is they've got the permanent deletion, and I permanently deleted, and I've lost all my game saves for every game. <laughs> so I'm not restarting that. Um, I'm definitely going to get uh, the uh, digital version because there was a weird bit of news for it, Andy, that you missed out. Um, the digital version, I, I was just talking about it. It wasn't actually like news news. Um, basically, the digital version is going to be out like a, a, a solid month and close to the launch date of... I don't know if this is clever marketing or whatever, but 
digital version is going to be out like a solid month before physical, which is weird. Um, I mean that does happen. Like, there's been a bit of uh, that happened this generation. Like uh, Hitman came out yeah, a year before. A year. Um, uh, but it was episodic. Certain, but it was episodic. Uh, the other one that came out early was uh, Dying Light. Came out about a month before digital. Yeah. And then it came out physical. So that's happening again for Jurassic World. And I've been looking forward to this game for a while because obviously mm-hmm. there was Operation Genesis, but um, it's a fortune still to buy. And this looks like it could be its successor. Um, are you going to get this? Are you in in this game? Is this one for you as well, Andy? Um, I'm pretty sure I'm in on it, but, but like I want to buy it on PC because it's like one of these strategy games. Like I play these on PC, like Civilization, Theme Park, yeah. Starcraft, all these type of things. These are these are mouse games for me, so like I'll buy it on PC. See, like I, I'm definitely in, but no, I'm I'm Xbox because the Xbox enhanced and whatnot, and mm-hmm. like I'm I'm really looking forward to it, but. Uh, I'm just a wee bit annoyed that I lost all the taste. Like, I hate that. Most games, like even uh, Marvel Strike Team, which I'm playing just now, Strike Force, whatever it's called. Mm, yeah. Uh, I had to sign into Facebook to unlock um, Daredevil. It's like, I don't really <laughs> want to, you know, but I did. So, um, I mean, you could just make like a fake Facebook account for it. Yeah, I suppose, but Probably still, that it's sort like, of shit. Why, why do I need to, like, I don't use Facebook and you're making me log into this stupidness just to get a character <laughs> um so yeah uh I, what i've been playing because i was kind of in the mood for an rts and i think you would actually like it i've never gave it much of a fair shake is uh hmm. halo wars the definitive edition it's on game pass okay. and hmm. halo wars 2 is there i know as well but halo wars 1 like they've really smoothed it out um and it's kind of your command and conquer style like you've got your missions it's got multiplayer i've not played it online obviously but like it's got it's uh it's got your um missions of like go and destroy x just command and conquer style stuff except spartans and things so i'm really quite enjoying that i was playing a bit before the show as well um i think it's really good legs uh i haven't tried the second one i'm sure it's in game pass as well could be wrong about that but... um i think it was too yeah, so yeah, I, yeah, I, I could, I, I'll definitely say that you would enjoy this one, Andy. Nice. Um, give it a shot. Uh, but yeah, I've been, I've just been playing that. I haven't actually played too many games this week at all. Uh, I actually was in the mood for some Tomb Raider that wasn't Rise of the Tomb Raider, so I put on Tomb Raider Underworld, which is backwards compatible, and oh mm. my god, that, that game looks fucking horrible. Like, <laughs> see, especially like 4K. It highlights like if a game looks bad like blah 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 and this game's obviously not been Xbox X enhanced and blah 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 but it just looks terrible so the opening scene when you're in the mansion is burning that I remember looking so cool yeah it looks god awful um, cannot yeah, recommend can, this game this. came out on PS2 mate like <laughs> uh, yeah no so yeah it's not not a great game uh, well it probably was a great game but yeah it's time has passed now I didn't like it that much when I played it, like, back in the day. No. Like, the reboots are, like, the Tomb Raider reboot is much better. And Rise of the Tomb Raider is fucking brilliant. Play that. Yeah, I'm just not in the mood to play it. I wanted to play Classic Lara. But Rise is, Rise is much better than Classic Lara, and it's got Classic Lara stuff in it. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just wanted <sighs> Play Rise of the Tomb Raider. Yeah. You've, got, you've got it, you fucking bought it. <laughs> Yeah, I bought it and I got a proper copy from a. I got the twenty thousand to review. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll play it. I will play it. 
just I, I think this is gonna be a case of I'm gonna get hyped for Shadow of the Tomb Raider and then I'm gonna play this to death and I'm gonna buy Shadow and then it's gonna be like I really I'm not in the mood to play this because <laughs> that happened. Remember that happened with yeah. the first one? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I think is gonna happen. But no, apart from that, I haven't really played anything at all. Just I might play some more Halo Wars. It's it's good in bite size. I'm really disappointed mm-hmm. Jurassic Park Evolution isn't on Switch because it's a game that could easily run on Switch and I would probably play a lot more of on Switch. Um Yeah, I would so, yeah. I would be more likely to buy that on Switch than uh than any of the other consoles before, but I still think like PCs where I'm gonna get it. Yeah, I don't. No, that's I true. don't buy many PC games, especially not newish ones. So it'll, it'll be probably be cheaper for you on PC as well. So. Yeah, it'll be like twenty five, thirty quid if I can pick it up in a. I, I was having a look on CD keys there to see if they had it. Uh, yeah, but they don't. Yeah, you'll probably be able to get it for about thirty quid on CD keys if they do it. They probably will because they tend to get like new, new games when they come out. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I have a look on Steam just now. It's forty four ninety nine on Steam, so yeah, I'm not gonna buy it on Steam. No, um, no, I, I would, I get the. Can I not use them on the Xbox One? There was talk about that coming. A, what, so a mouse? I think you can. Um, if the game supports it, I'm sure you can. Yeah, so I, I don't know if this one will, but but you probably have to buy a wireless mouse because I mean you're not gonna pl- like have a wired mouse in it. You buy. I could buy one for a fiver. Yeah, wireless mouse, yeah. Yeah, so it's not a problem. Like, if I decide it's going to be better. But, I mean, Halo Wars is optimised to play with a controller, like, because that was mm. a console game. So mm. if they do a similar control control scheme to that, then there's going to be absolutely yeah. no issues. So, yeah, I mean, I just, I've, I've got nothing that I really want to play. And just see when there's a game on the horizon that I'm right in the mood to play just now, I don't really want to play any of my games. So mm. I'm just literally sitting about waiting for this Jurassic Park game to launch. And it's so cool that that genre fits Jurassic Park perfectly. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I can't think of any other things that, obviously, like a Saving Private Ryan was obviously a first-person shooter, but you know what I mean? I can't think of many other mm. things that fit so perfectly as like a theme park builder with Jurassic Park in it. And like, yep. there's going to be excavations and stuff, like, so you have to dig up your dinosaurs and stuff first. So that's cool to me. I love the whole idea of that. And if it's anything like the one in phone but better then it's it's already in contention for my top 10 of the year like 100% because all I've wanted since I'm sure Operation Genesis was in the PS2 or something and I played it in that Operation Genesis was on PS2 and PC yep yeah and I absolutely loved it I adored it I played so much of that game and I think just looking at the videos from this and how far you can actually zoom in this time and yeah fair enough some of that might be cutscenes um, and I, I'm a wee bit worried about the lack of hype it's getting, you know, considering Jurassic World's on every YouTube video you watch, if it's not Rage just think, now, then... I think part of it is the, like, it is a sort of niche game, because it is, a, like, a, a theme game, like, like a theme park type game. Um, yeah. So, like, if they try to, like, hype it up it's too much with the different trailers... Yeah, if it was, like, a third-person action game or something like that, then, yeah, it's worth spending the money on, but, like, for this type of game... Like it's not like because it's not going to sell a massive, massive amount, but um, but I think it'll still do absolutely great. Like, and I think having it with with the movie coming out, like people are people will buy this that are interested in it. They'll they'll know to go looking for it. Uh, there is another like I just had a look on Steam there. There is another dinosaur game that came out this week, Ali, called Mesozoica, right? Which is uh, a dinosaur theme park game. <laughs> 
which has yeah. just come out in LA Access. And, uh, yeah, and I'm like, I was looking at this and I had to look at some of the reviews. And pretty much every review just says, this game is garbage, wait for Jurassic Park, Evo- uh, Jurassic World Evolution. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, uh, when I was younger, I used to play a game, and you can Google it if you want, it's called Dino Park Tycoon, and it was mm-hmm. one of the only ones I could get in the Macintosh. So good, just, like, mm. keep your guests happy, and then uh, after the first year, your guests always wanted more, so you had to, like, build more dinosaur restaurants or things. But see, <laughs> playing that in the Jurassic Park universe, like, that's yep. awesome to me. And like yeah. I don't even need to see half the features. Like I'm going for the deluxe edition, fifty-four pound. I'm fine with that sort of price for like some extra dinosaurs and stuff to add. And I want to have my Raptor pen. I want to try and set it up like the original Jurassic Park. You know, I want to have a monorail like Jurassic World. You know, that sort of thing. It's really cool. And having to manage all your exhibits and feed them. And oh, I'm just sorry. I'm just I'm just really up for this game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. When does it come out? That one? Uh, digital. It comes out like. Two weeks time, two weeks today. Okay, June no. twelve, so, June twelfth, maybe the same yeah. day as the film. Okay, uh, so I'll need to keep like, I'll need to keep an eye out for that to see if it pops up on CD keys. Because uh, yeah. oh my god, do you know what it is on CD keys? Dead Island two. <laughs> is that out to buy? You can buy it for twenty two ninety nine. Dead Island two. Dead Island two, yeah. Ali. This obviously it's a pre order, but what the fuck? <laughs> when did you play that? Uh, the last time we went to EGX, probably three years ago. <laughs> Or two years ago. Sorry, three weeks today. Three weeks today. Three weeks today, right, cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep an eye out for that. Um, um, see if I... Because if I, I don't really want to pay 45 for it. But like, 30, 35? Like, I'm okay with that. There's some sandbox details being released yesterday. About, cool. I haven't watched this video yet. I just put a link up there. Mm. Nice. Cool. Um, so, did you play anything else? Nothing, just Marvel Strike Force, like me, Nelson, and Dave are still playing through that. It's uh, Deadpool uh, Rage just now. Um, Dave's definitely spent some money on it. Nelson's even spent money on it. And I'm like, because you guys, like, every time I get close to what level they're at, they keep, like, zooming ahead. And I'm like, you can only effectively go up, like, one level a day if you don't pay, because you can only play, you know, these games, it gets to a point where it's like, you've done your campaign. It's like, I can only play an hour a day. And I wouldn't be playing, basically, if Nelson and Dave weren't playing anymore, but, like, they're suddenly zooming up, like, five levels a day, and I'm like, yeah, they've both spent fucking money. 100%. See, like, I, like, I, I'd play um, Marvel Puzzle Quest, like, yeah. pretty much daily for, like, I don't know, nearly two years there. Um, and, and I spent maybe, like, 40 quid on it, like, over the two years. Yeah, but I kinda I, I kinda did that like um the game kinda forces you to spend money because like the way that it works is like you, you get these character cards and then you need to uh you need to basically like add them to your roster but you need to have an open slot to add them to your roster and the slots cost like the the expensive gold currency in the game. Right. You know how you've got like you know how you've got the bullshit currency that you end up with like yep. thousands and thousands of it, and then you get the the real currency that you get yep. hardly any of, and it's hard to it's hard to generate it. So like that, and the the character cards have like a limited time on them. So like I think you've got two weeks from when you earn the card to when it expires, and if you don't uh, if you don't either like add it to your roster or cash it in before then, then you lose it, and you can only cash it in for like the bullshit currency. So yeah. it kind of puts that pressure onto you to like if to either earn the earn the gold in two weeks to unlock a new roster slot, or 
to for you to spend the money on it to to unlock the slot. And I think the the slots obviously they start off relatively cheap. Like the the equivalent gold was like a pound, but then yeah. it goes up and up and up as time as uh, as you get more and it costs more gold to unlock. And I think it ended up like it was about eight quid to unlock a slot. <laughs> like by the end up like the stage I was at, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing it. I'm not going to do that. But but to be fair, like I say, I think I spent forty quid on over two years. But that's to me that I put a lot of hours into the game, so I don't really mind that because I see that as me like supporting the developers for giving me the enjoyment of playing the game because it is a good game. See the problem with Strike Force just now is like you have to earn shards, you know, like the standard to mm-hmm. unlock guys. See if it gave me the option just now instead of playing through all these missions nine ninety nine by Deadpool, I'd probably pay that if it gave me like Deadpool and some of the good currency, like you say. Yeah. But it doesn't. It's always like buy these, and it's like level up tokens for your guys because you need to like have the gold currency and the green level up shards, and right. like it never ever gives you like a good character. It's like I don't want Black Widow. It's like it, it did. It did Black Panther, obviously for um, Black Panther and stuff like that. But I'd already unlocked them, so it's not too difficult to unlock them if you specifically target, you know, the characters you want. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of hoping that, like most Marvel games, as you know, have got like standard, and this one for some reason has got like everything from like Ronan the Accuser's like friends. I can't remember his name to like. Uh, fucking scroll guys and it's like why don't I have Venom and the only thing I can Korath. think of is... You're thinking of Korath? Korath, Korath's in yep. it, right? But Venom isn't and it's got like Spider-Man, <laughs> Punisher, like and it's like the, the only reason I can see him doing it is holding it off for like five months or four movie. months yeah. until the movie launches. Yeah. They will. Because they like to yeah. do that because they, they can change their icon to be like a Venom icon and it gets them a bit of buzz in the store. And, yeah, they, that's what they yeah. That's what they've done for uh, Deadpool just now, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's all Deadpool, and I, I, I'm like, yeah, I get that, but the fact that Venom's not there, and Venom would be really useful. Like, Hulk's there and stuff. I don't have Hulk mm. yet. He's quite difficult to get. You have to, like, do a lot of daily achievements for him and stuff. Mm. Like, um, yeah, Puzzle Quest is like that as well. Like, they, they've done it for pretty much every Marvel movie where they've put out a new, like, character card for the sort of yeah. star character. Yeah. It's, I think sick. Infinity War had Thanos, like, a new Thanos yeah. card. I didn't bother to play that one though. No, I'm out. I'm out of it now. Like, I've decided that on mobile, I'm only going to try and play like games that are actually like furthering me, like things like the room and like where I can actually complete them. Like, because Puzzle Quest there's no end to it. It's just, it's just a time sink. Like, same with this game that you're playing. Like, it's just a time sink. Yeah. And, yeah, and do, but it's like and, I don't I don't have time to play games and see just playing an hour yeah. of this at night. That's me. Yeah. That's me at least getting some gaming in. So I can see how like it's always these are games that parents play or kids play. And it's like why would I have? I would never play it. Be that sort of gamer. But see because like I have to be very selective. Like the last game I properly finished because I stayed up and beasted Far Cry. Mm. I think I'm kind of I kind of come down from Far Cry in a way as well that I haven't had anything that's kind of gripped me as much as Far Cry did. Um, but yeah, like playing this for an hour, it at least makes me feel that I'm kind of still gaming. Yeah, um, but I mean, for for me, I was I was saying that I was doing it as a chore, like like oh, I better log in and do my daily thing. Yeah. Like I wasn't getting any real enjoyment out of it because it's just it's just an easy thing to do. Like five minutes at night, boom, 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 boom. Okay, I'm done. I'm like, why am I wasting five minutes doing that? Like I could play like five minutes of of the room. 
because um, yeah. I've had that I've had the room sitting for like I don't know, the room three sitting for two years or however long it's been, and I uh, still yeah. haven't finished it. So I'm like, I need to play this. And so that's why I stopped playing like Puzzle Quest. Plus, I've got the fucking Switch, like right that's next true. to me that I could play <laughs> for five minutes. See, I'm gonna get back on my Switch because like I really want to get Donkey Kong Nelson going on about it every time I see him and he says it's so good and obviously mm. I played it on the Wii U but I wasn't in a rush I was going to pick up Hyrule Warriors the other day but it's sold out on Amazon because I've still got my okay. Amazon voucher bits of it to use mm. it's supposedly it's quite a good version so I, I'm not in a rush to play it like I've, I finished it on the Wii U I finished <laughs> yeah you on, played it to death a bit <laughs> and I played it on the 3DS as well well, I found out it was uh, Captain, mm. Captain Toad Treasure Tracker, which I might eventually pick up. It's come to the 3DS as well this year. Yeah, it's a fucking gimped version, though. Like, like it looks terrible. Yeah. Like, buy the Switch version. Do not buy the 3DS version. Stop supporting the 3DS. Yeah, f- the 3DS can fuck off at this point. But Captain Toad is brilliant. You you haven't, you didn't get it, did no. you, on the Wii U? I no, bought I it. Like, I bought it at yeah. my last Wii U there. Yeah. Uh, which I ended up trading in to get part of my phone I think it was my phone I traded it in mm. my pro yeah um, and I had bought it and every week we'd done the show I sat and went oh there it's there I do need to play this because I enjoyed those levels mm. Mario and you mm. kept saying how good it was so I will probably pick up because I think it's only like 26 quid yeah it's like 20-30 quid yeah. but yeah really good and I, I I really will probably buy that game day one on the Switch because I've really fucking loved it and like Bethany's now at the age where she could, she could actually play it because when it was yeah. out in the Wii U she was a wee bit young to like get the way the game worked um, but now she's much better at playing games like she'll be able to play that absolutely no bother so yeah that's that's definitely a, a an early pick up for me um, but I'm just waiting for uh, Detroit Become Human to come out like that's that out on Friday. Friday yeah Friday coming can't fucking wait man like I've avoided watching all the trailers and stuff like that for it since uh, E3 last year because they keep putting out these trailers and there was a demo for it and all this and I'm like I don't need to fucking see any of this like I'm buying this game like I don't want to see any of the things that happen in it apart since that E three trailer. See, that's this is one that I think could drop in price at E three. I mean, by then it probably will. Yeah, like a couple of weeks because it's a single player game. But I'll have finished it by then. Like yeah. I was planning to take the weekend off to just play the game, but yeah. I, I had to change things around so that I need to work. I need to work. Yeah, like I'll probably wait to E three. Like I loved the demo and I was really hyped for it, but. Like, can't really afford more than one game like mm. coming up, so I, I'm gonna hold off because like two weeks in Jurassic World Jail, I'd rather get that day one. Mm. And like Fraser's like, I don't think it's gonna be as good as you think it is. And I'm like, Have you seen this game? Like all it has to do is let me build stuff, like, and, <laughs> yeah. like put down roads, and it's pretty much one anyway. So as long I've as the, the game bits, works, it gives the... you the freedom. Yeah. Yep, cool. Have you seen the bits where you have to shoot the animals to get them back in the cages and stuff? Okay, like, you, no, go no, the hel- you go in the helicopter and you've got a sniper <laughs> rifle and you have to like trank them. <laughs> I mean, I can't imagine that being that good, but like, if it's like a first person type thing, it is well third person. Yeah, mm, I'm not like keen on that, but like the theme park aspect of it, definitely. Hmm. Um, so like, I did play a couple of things uh, this week to mention. Um, first of all, I did play. Uh, I played Cubert Rebooted Ali. The what? Sorry. Cubert Rebooted. Oh fuck off! So, do, have you played Cubert before? <laughs> Yeah, ages ago, like on a BBC or something. Yes, yeah, the guy used to actually swear. Yeah, the rebooted one is just the same. I didn't like it though. Like, I don't think I ever played the original version, but I didn't like this at all. Horrible. Oh, State of Decay Two came out, and I'm downloading it just now. I never played the first one, but I thought I'll download it because it's free. 
Yeah, that's on, on Game Pass now. Uh, I'm going to probably download that after show, but play it. I'll probably play it over the next couple of days. Um, I mean, what I've heard is it's terrible, <laughs> but but yeah. Um, for a State of Decay, I played State of Decay One on Xbox One, like the whatever version of it it was that they put out on Game Pass, and I didn't like it, so I can't imagine that I would like this one. I remember Robin loved uh, State of Decay One though. Mm. Uh, he, there's a review of it on 42level1.com I'm sure <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, sites so only yeah, active I, so we get emails <laughs> so yeah I did play uh, I did play a couple of things um, apart from that though I played uh, I played a bit of Sherlock Holmes Crimes and Punishments it's a good game yeah because I think uh, I think you must have bought it digital and so I, I had it and like I've, I've already beaten the game but um, I never got all the trophies for it, so I was like, okay, well, I'll go, I'll go back and play through a bit of this. And I've uh, bought both of them, The Devil's Daughter as well. Yeah, I've, I, I, I finished that one and platinumed it. Like, it's really good. Um, but this one, I finished it and, and didn't platinum it, so there's a few trophies and stuff like that that I can go back in and, and play through. And uh, I really enjoyed playing through the cases again. Like, I only did, I did one case last night. Just like, yeah, I fancy playing like a kind of... The one in the garden. Uh, yeah, the one in the garden, uh, like an adventure point and clicky type game, and like played through the the first case. That it's fucking brilliant. That game, like, it's so cool. Like the way they the way they've done it is really good because it gives it's a diff, very different Sherlock Holmes from like the Sherlock one that we know from the TV show, um, and and it's more like a kind of traditional Sherlock Holmes. But the investigation and stuff like that, and it's really really good. Like, so if you've not played that game, like. High, highly recommend it for if you like like uh, investigatory like point and click puzzle games. Um, but yeah, so I played through the first case, finished that, and got all the the bits that I was missing. In. Uh, I've got like maybe six or seven trophies left to get, M- maybe less than that, maybe maybe only four. Yeah, I think four trophies left to get for that game, so I can platinum it. But it does involve me playing through all the cases to get all the character artworks and stuff like that so that's kind of what I'm working on but yeah it's such a good game like highly recommended um, secondly this week's Labo update Ali <laughs> Ugh. so we we did some more Labo this week and we we built the fishing rod built the fishing rod which uh, is is kind of interesting because like it's it entails like you having a fishing rod which is attached to uh, <laughs> Which is attached, and it's an extendable fishing rod, Ali. Um, and this is attached by a, a string, which is on a wind-up coil that you use, you make using a, a couple of elastic bands. Um, mm-hmm. And it's attached to like a base for the switch. That set, the switch sits in it, and the switch actually displays vertically when you're playing the the fishing game on it. So like you put the switch in, sitting up vertical, and it displays like a sort of ocean thing, and you have to like. Drop your uh, drop your line into it and put it all all the way down to try and catch fish, and then you have once you've once you've hooked a fish, you need to like reel it in. So like you like sort of it's got a movable reel on it, so you like reel it in essentially like like you would with a real fishing rod. Which I mean, it it, it totally achieves what it wants to do, and <sighs> it's kind of fun. It's kind of fun, but I would say that it's kind of fun in a novelty way where like if you do you ever play like Sega Bass Fishing. Yeah, I played Euro fishing last week. No, no, but like with the fishing rod controller. No. So, so like it's kind of essentially the same as as that with Sega Bass, where you like you put your line in and then you catch a fish and then you reel it in. And like the reeling bit is quite fun, 
But once you've done that a little bit for ten minutes, yeah, that that's the game. <laughs> um, what what I will say for the the labo though is that the ev- everything you do with it seems very shallow at first, but each like each sort of uh, thing that you build has a bunch of like features that you can go into and look more in detail at. But like the basic app type thing that that uh, that is there for it. Like it's very basic. So like we've we did the the RC car thing, which like essentially you can use like we did we I talked about this last week where you can essentially like use the Joy Cons to move this little caterpillar RC car thing. It's very slow. Um, but we discovered like a bunch of extra stuff that you can do with it using like they've got like a discover function in the in the game software. So for each each different thing that you build. It has its own like discover sort of tab, and it's got all the list of like different features that you can go through and like learn about how to use it in different ways, and it's actually quite cool. And so like doing that with the fishing rod, I imagine we'll uncover some extra things that we can do with it. But at the moment, we just did the fishing game for like twenty minutes, and we're like, okay, cool, that was, that was fun. And then and then we did we did yesterday build the piano, built the piano yesterday, which again seemed very basic at first. But then you look into some of the other options with it, and you're like, okay, well, there's actually quite a lot of stuff here. Um, now the the piano did take a lot longer to build, probably about two hours to build the thing. And like, it doesn't from when you build it, it definitely doesn't look as good as it does in the pictures. See, yeah, see the way it looks it in the pictures. Look, like, it doesn't even look good in the pictures. No, but see the way it looks in the pictures. Like it looks pristine and it looks perfect but like when you actually build it I mean you've got to bear in mind that it's cardboard that you're working with here so like it's kind of higgledy piggledy like the keys sort of sit on like little ledges essentially so that they can move about and like they never sit quite straight so like the piano looks dead crookedy and like the way they've got it in the pictures obviously they're designed and posed and probably glued so that it sits fucking perfect but it, when you actually got the thing like set up, it's like it's kind of crookedy. But it's fine, like and it works absolutely fine. Strangely, like you play it and like it plays the notes coming out the switch, which is pretty cool. Uh, but it's got a whole like, little studio thing in it, which uh, you can make your own songs and stuff like that. So like, there's a record button that you can push record, and then you can like record different tracks. Um, you can make cat noises. Um, you can use which I actually thought this was really cool right because there's one there's like basically like these little four little knobs that you have and they they like one of them's like a cat knob and one of them is like a uh, one of them's like a old man grumpy noises knob um, and one of them's like a singing choir knob <laughs> but the other one the other one is just a vibration knob <laughs> so what it what it does right you put that one in and basically it vibrates the Joy-Con, right, to the to the pitch of the key that you press. Uh-huh. So, like, you press, like, like an F key and it'll play, like, an F vibration note, which is really strange, but, like, you know how you, like, you do, like, a piano scale? So you can play, like, a piano scale and, like, it will play that as the vibration on the Joy-Con, which is kind of mind-buckling. But, yeah, so, like, using... Mind-buckling. Um, but mind using boggling. this uh, mind buckling, no buckling, not boggling. I'm not boggled. I'm buckled. Um, but yeah, using this thing is like how obviously that Ariana Grande video from the other week. There's they make it using that because they can. You can make it to sound like whatever essentially. Um, you can also make drum beats in this as well. Now the like we discovered this through like their little discover tab because there's like this little music sort of sheet thing that you get and you can put this inside the piano right and it's basically like. 
uh, it looks like uh, uh, you know a Connect Four board. Yep. Right. So it looks like that. Right. But um, it's all filled in with these little uh, little circles that you can push out. And now, if you push the circles out, then it Such creates a like a game. it creates a blank space, right? And this, <laughs> yes. this creates a blank space, right? And and this is how you make your drum beats. Um, so it's got like five rows of four or something like that. And <clears throat> and and every time and and when it like when this when the uh, when the labo sees this, it will like play um, on the beat. It will play all the drum notes that are on that line, right? So, if you take out the notes, then you can create drum beats. But what you have to do to make different drum beats is you have to pop them out and keep these tiny fucking little circular cardboard dots, right? Which are pop outs. And every single other pop out in the labo is a disposable pop out. So you just throw them away. Like so, these ones you have to keep these in a tiny little box that it gives you. So it like gives you a box that you can build to put these tiny little square like circles in. Oh fucking hell! Oh, so it just seems to it just seems to become game. more and more complicated as it goes along with in terms of the cardboard stuff whereas the games are not really getting more complicated and <clears throat> I mean calling them games is really like are they they're more like interactive like toy experiences rather than actual games um, but yeah Bethany wants to do like a, a YouTube video about the about the label and uh, what she suggested doing was doing like uh, Cosmo versus label because she's got like All a right. cos. I don't know if you've seen Cosmo, but it's like a little uh, AI robot type thing that you can like, interact oh, she, play with using like the yeah, iPad. She, she, she got Christmas. Me, that's, that is actually yeah. cool. That's better yeah. Labo. So like she wants to do a video of like Cosmo versus Labo, like to compare them and compare the features and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, that's a good idea. Like definitely let's do that. So we're going to finish building all the Labo things and then do like a comparison because obviously the the Labo is cheaper than Cosmo, but like you'd have to have a switch to do it. <laughs> But yeah, so that's the Labo update for this week. Um, there'll be more next week, because we've still got like oh, half the box of fucking things to build. <laughs> bring, bring back Pez. <laughs> I spoke about Pez last week. And uh, Okay, so finally, the last game that I played um, was a game that I bought last week and forgot to talk about, because it came out last Tuesday. Um, and I thought it looked really interesting, and I'd bought like a PSN credit so that I could get a PlayStation Plus um, membership, and... Like I always just buy the credit off of CD keys and do it that way because it's cheaper. Because I got you get like fifty quid worth of credit for like forty five, so you save fiver. Um, but this game came out last week called uh, Forgotten Anne, which I, I kind of told you a little bit about, Ali. But basically, this game's like a two D platformer done in the style of like a Ghibli cartoon, like Studio Ghibli, like anime cartoons and whatnot. And uh, the game is fucking gorgeous. Like it looks. St- Absolutely beautiful. I love um, how you just passed off stupid like Ghibli as anime cartoons and whatnot. Well, for people that don't know what Ghibli is, it's a, it's a lovely anime cartoon. Yeah, but even I'm not they the made... biggest anime fan, and I can't get if I was an anime, anime cartoon. You made... <laughs> made such movies as as uh, Spirited Away and Pompoko <laughs> and uh, Poco Rosso and My Neighbor Totoro, yeah. Oh, great movies, like honestly, but th- this is very much along that sort of wavelength. And I mean, the... what not wavelength? <laughs> even the storyline like feels like a Ghibli type storyline because like what this game is right is it's based in a world, um, it's called like forgotten like land or world or something like that. And basically, the the world that it's that it's in is it's forgotten um, forgotten land, a world of forgotten things. 
right? Okay. So, like, essentially, like, say, and it shows you at the beginning, like, in the real world, like, somebody forgetting about something or other. So, like, say, a sock that's been left under your bed, right? If it stays there for a certain amount what's of time. That? What's that sock doing? <laughs> what's that sock doing? <laughs> it's a crusty sock. <laughs> so, like, if the sock stays there for, like, a, a length of time, then eventually it'll become forgotten and it'll go to the, the forgotten land and it, it becomes what they call a forgotling. But in, in this forgotten world, um, all the forgotlings like have can speak and move about and they have voices and distinct different personalities and stuff like that, which is really what? cool. So yeah, so like so like socks and like washing machines and hoovers and lamps and that sort of shit stuff that's been forgotten about is like all now in this world and it's now uh, it's got a, it gets a job in this world and it has to like it has to survive and exist and whatnot, which is really cool. And they've kind of like they've kind of based this around like a sort of there's a, a sort of war going on between like a couple of different factions of these forgotlings. So like there's like rebel ones that are going up against the the authority, and the authority is like it seems to be uh, this girl Anne who's the enforcer. And her, I think it's her father or her mentor anyway, um, who seems to be like the sort of king who's in charge of the whole place. And basically what he's doing at the moment, he's trying to build what they're calling an ether bridge, which is a bridge to allow them to return to the real world. So like for the humans that are there, which I've only seen two humans so far. So like Anne and like this other guy, her, her father, I think his name is Baku. Um, so like for them to return to the, the, the real world as well as like, the Forgotlings can return as well if they get like a, a pass for this bridge. Um, so the rebel, these rebels are trying to disrupt this plan, though. So like, I mean, this is like I've only played it for like three or four hours so far, and like they've gone really in depth on the story, and all the voice acting's been fucking brilliant, honestly. And there's been a lot of like uh, like cinematic cutscenes as well. So like, you'll get to like a certain point, a level, and then it'll just sort of like zoom right in, and it's it's perfectly done there's no load times or anything like that like basically your, your camera will just zoom in and it'll show you like a sort of a cutscene based on like what's going on and it looks like a Ghibli cartoon when you're when you're doing it like that puzzles are also really cool so like Anne's got like a this thing it's called um, it's, it's a, an Acra bracelet thing right and what Acra is Acra is the stuff that like runs the world and it seems like it seems to me like souls because you can turn the Forgotlings into Acra so, like, you can choose whether or not, like, to essentially kill them and just turn them into, like, energy for yourself to use. And you don't have to do that. <laughs> but you can. It's, it gives you the option. Um, so, it's kind of one of those games where you... you I, I imagine that later on in the game it will it'll come to a point and it will go, oh, like, somebody will be pissed off at you because you've killed their friend. Like, that sort of thing. Because it does say, like, after you do something, like an action... Um, oh, that could have gone differently. Like, this might have a long-reaching effect later in the game. Like, okay. Hmm. And it kind of makes you think, like, whether or not you should uh, kill these Forgotlings or not uh, to to power up energy. You do get energy from other sources as well. Like, there's, like, uh, containers and stuff like that lying about that you can, you can zap. And you need to use the, uh, the Acra to activate the puzzles and uh, turn things on and off to go up lifts and uh, climb over things and whatnot. But yeah, it's really cool. Like, uh, see, I would describe it as like a cinematic puzzle platformer. It's not very, it's not very fast. Like in terms of the puzzling, uh, sorry, the the platform and stuff. Like it's no like Sonic or Mario or anything like that. But it's very stylized and kind of slow paced, and it makes you think about like all the puzzles you're doing. Um, and the story is really good. And 
like I say, almost all of it is voice acted. And they've got like choices in it as well. So like when you come across like a conversation tree, you can uh, ask specific questions and uh, some. And a lot of the time it will come to a point where it's like a choice between like one thing or the other thing. Or like I want to side with this guy or that guy. Like that sort of thing. Um, and it seems that some of that stuff will tie into the storyline later on in the game which is which is really cool for like this type of like 2d platform game but yeah absolutely loving this game so far like so good i i can't believe how good it is like i thought it would look really cool but i didn't think that it would have this level of like polish to it but this game was uh it was published by square so i, I think that's definitely definitely part of it it's got it's got that like sheen to it that most of these type of platforms don't have but yeah fucking brilliant game mm. um, so I'll keep playing through it and like hopefully finish it off over the next I'm not exactly sure how long it is but I seem to be if I had to guess I would say I'm halfway through based on like, where the story is the and, uh, no no this was for PS4 I got it PS4 I don't know if it's out on Switch. I don't think so. See, the one that I want to get, I've been looking at, I think it came out ages and ages ago, probably even in Vita, that Saturday morning RPG. Mm-hmm. And they're doing like a really cool um, Kickstarter, I thought, not Kickstarter, tell like limited run um, yep. edition of it, where it comes with like two 80s-style action figures, mm-hmm. a tape of songs, uh, scratch and sniff stickers which were all the age in the 90s and it just looks really cool and it's reasonably priced at like $60 or something and mm-hmm. the, the the guy that was one of the co-founders of Limited Run Games actually made this game and okay. the, so like if you buy a physical edition that'll be the telling point if it sells out whether they've got the go ahead to make the sequel so that's another I know it'll probably nice. sell out anyway because most of these Limited Run ones do but yeah. um, uh, the problem is this one's in the Switch and I don't know if there's as big an audience but I might look into it. Uh, pre-orders go live on Friday, but nice. I mean, I mean, like it did look interesting, but I don't know. There's there's a couple of games that have come out on Switch though that like look really cool. Like there's one called uh, Gotta Goa, right? And it looks it. it looks really interesting. Like there's a it's on the store and there's a trailer on that for it, but it's like uh, it's like fifteen quid or something. And right. I had to look into it, like because like it looks really stylized and like uh, like Eurogamer like gave it like a really good review. Um, so, but I had a look into like how long it is, and it's only like two hours long. Oh, so I'm like, so I, I, I kind of doesn't justify it. Yeah, like I mean, I mean, I hate I hate to be that be that guy where it's like, like for a fifteen quid game, I want it to be at least five hours long. That's kind of like where I'd be at for for the like the length. Uh, I'd want the game to be like at least five hours long, and I think this well, this Forgotten Anne game was maybe twelve quid or something, eleven ninety nine. Um, and so far I've got like four or five hours into it, so it seems to be a, lot, a bit longer than that. Obviously, depending on how much you roam about, but this is a that's a platformer, whereas this God of War game is just like a a puzzle game, like puzzle adventure game, where it seems to have a very like set sort of time frame that you would finish it in. There's no like, real exploring to it. Axiom Virgin really likes it. Oh, there you go. I've I've got that. It's 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 fucking brilliant. Like if you like Metroid games, it's fucking amazing. He's also put 105 hours into Splatoon. Jesus. <laughs> and and like he he's only had his Switch for less than six months. Yeah. I mean, I've not played as much on the Switch recently because I've been like because I, I was playing through God of War and like uh, 
yeah. you know, Cooney and that, and those are like big time sink games. Um, <laughs> and and now with uh, Detroit coming out on Friday. Yeah, it's true. Like, like I don't know, like um, the switch isn't away from me, but like I'd like to see some. Uh, it's not that it's died down. Initial hype's died down. It's still a cracking mm-hmm. console, but I need I need some more. I need like more big games. I need Metroid like out soon, like stuff like that. I know Metro is probably not going to be this year at all, but I mean, um, there needs. To, I, I just feel it's missing something just now. Not missing mm. that enough that I need to trade it because I know what happens every time I do this. Like the Wii when it first came out initially, mm. you know, every console. It's not even hit a slump. The Switch. It's just that there's nothing really that's grabbing my attention just now because uh, obviously it's getting all its remakes out. Its system that was missed in the Wii U. Um, I, I just hit, yeah, it just hit it with the Wii. Do you know what I mean? And I, I sold mm-hmm. my Wii, and then I regretted it because the Wii was like two hundred quid or something when it first came out. Remember? Yeah, yeah. And I, I regretted it, and I had to wait till it came cheaper to buy it. And the Switch is the same. I guarantee, if I trade it just now, someone will get announced the E three, and I'm like, oh my god, what did I do? Why have I done this? Yeah, Plus, I, mean, I mean, I mean, I hope they do this Resident Evil Seven thing, man. Like, I would, I think I would love to play Resident Evil Seven on the Switch. Like, there's no fucking way I would ever play it on a big TV. But see, playing on the Switch, yes, it wouldn't be scary. I would not be scared whatsoever. Like hundred percent, I'd play that. Yeah, I get that, but like, um, no, I don't know. Like, I think possibly the fact that the online's kind of delayed and like dedicated section. And I've not even really played Mario Kart on it. The last time I played it was when Bethany was over and we were playing it. Mm. Um, mm. I don't know. Like Mario was just kind of boom done, and it's like it only took me what eight, nine, ten hours, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> It was I, mean, I, put, I put a lot. I put a lot more time in that into my. Yeah, but I mean, than what you from did. start to, to complete it without the secret mm. levels, it was like a f- not not even a long game for like what mm. fifty quid. And you're talking about like time. You're saying five hours is what you expect from a fifteen pound game. I spent fifty mm. quid in a game. Don't get me wrong; it was a really <laughs> good Mario game, but it was really short. Um, I don't know. I need I need something. I need like a surprise. I need like oh, Splatoon three's coming. I need mm. something big. No, I don't even want like third party really. Like Jurassic World Evolution would have been nice, and mm. I'm going to be really pissed off if that comes out in a few months on it. Um, because I'll know I'll start sinking time onto it, the Xbox, and if that gets rumored, then I'll give up on it, and then I'll buy it, and I'll like I don't really want to start all over again because mm. I know there's a story part to it, and basically you have to m- make your way through different islands because you're like sandbox mode is the one that's set in Isla Nublar, the yeah. nor- first island but I don't know are you feeling like kind of a Switch second year blues or anything like that like I am or um, I've definitely played it less this this year like oh I mean yeah. it only came out in March last year and like when it did this first is the same year like we were playing we were all playing the Zelda all we the time we were playing Zelda yeah, yeah there's, there, but that's what I mean since Zelda there's not been like Mario like doesn't count as Zelda, but there's not been that big. Oh my god! Like this is. Don't get me wrong. That's taken it away from like Splatoon Two is an amazing game, and yep. there's nothing nothing wrong with that game whatsoever. But I mean, like, there's not been a like. Oh my god! This is like Metroid's probably going to be the next one, and that I reckon that'll be early next year, if anything. But I don't know. I think we need I mean, something I'm, more than remakes. I mean, at this point. yeah, like like for me, the the Switch is has now at this point like basically become the replacement for the Vita. Which and on the Vita, like most of what I was doing was playing like indie games, which is what I've been doing a lot on the Switch. Like obviously the Labo thing is like different because that's mm. playing it with definitely this. But oh, just to say on the Labo, do not buy the Labo if you don't have kids, yeah. and only buy the Labo if your kids are between the ages of seven and nine, 
Like, if they're younger than that, it's too complicated for them. If they're older than that, they'll think it's stupid because it's cardboard. Like, yeah. this is the... Seven and nine, like, that's your... It's the only only people who should buy it for, like, do not buy it for anyone else. That's the age uh, demographic for it. Seven to nine. Yeah, I get I get that. But do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, Hyrule Warriors is great. Me and you have had more. So, like, yeah, we've played it, we've seen it, and as much as it's an amazing game, I'm not in a rush to buy it. Like... I haven't played Hyrule Warriors. Yeah, but I don't really think it's much for you. I don't. No, it's not. I didn't. I don't like Dynasty Warriors like at yeah. all. So Hyrule yeah, Warriors is absolutely no. Absolutely adored it, but I mean, like what Donkey Kong? Yeah, it's a good game, and I'll get to it. But it's not like a, oh, I have to get that. Same with like yep. Toad. It's another. I know for you it's different, but for me it's like yeah, I'm not in a rush to play it. I want something fresh, like because mm. it literally seems for the next three or four months, every month. Because remember, we always spoke about it. and the Switch. Don't get me wrong, it stuck to it. Every game there's been a game out for it, and obviously not every month there's going to be a game that you want. And there's more than one game, but there's always one main game. Donkey Kong was last mm. month. The Hyrule Warriors was the month before or whatever, or vice versa. Or Could be a couple of months ago as well. Yeah, you're getting them, but like. Uh, what, what happened to Yoshi that got announced last year? That was meant to be early this year. It's not even been talked about since. Hmm. That'll be after E3 at this point. Oh, that'll be that. I I think it will still come this year, but I think it'll be mm. they'll be holding it back for the press conference or their Nintendo Direct yeah. or whatever they do. Um. But yeah, I want that Yoshi game that looked awesome. But I mean, that'll probably be August at this stage. Um. Minecraft's out next month. <laughs> Minecraft's already F- been out physical. Yeah, physical you know I mean. yeah I get it right? <laughs> but you, you understand what I'm saying here like the, yeah. you need they need something else because like now that Mario and Zelda's out there would Smash could potentially be this year in November but I mean mm. even Pokemon that, what like, about Pokemon I don't know Jink is going to come this year I don't know yep I would almost bet money on at this point that it's coming this year because like, Metroid Pokemon isn't in October yeah, don't get me wrong if Pokemon hits in October that'll be like oh I can wait I can, t- I can bite my mm. time for that do you know, and there's obviously that Splatoon announcement that's going to shock the world. And I don't know, it's a bit too early for Splatoon three, maybe. I mean, they might announce it, but like I think with Splatoon, like Splatoon has always been kind of funny with its marketing stuff. Like, so I don't think it's probably going to be like an electric eel or something like that. Uh, Rather, right, so than, not, you know what I mean. Uh, so like, it's going to be something stupid. Like, oh, I, this is going to shock you. You can now play as this fucking electric eel. Yeah, cause, <laughs> like, it'll be something I mean, stupid like that. I think Splatoon 2 has at least got the legs on it for another year at least because it's got mm. the DLC this summer that, that pre-ordered mm. remember it's coming in June they'll probably cover that a lot the story that I, they said this time it's a real story instead of what was effectively a group of training missions <laughs> yeah I mean the, the Splatoon 2 campaign is alright yeah like, but I mean it wasn't really good. story based do you know what I mean like no, I think was... this is more story focused mm. um which would be cool because I think it's to do with the whole war between the squid and the mm. octolings. Um, mm. So it'll be good. But I mean, what what would you need to see? Like Metroid's obviously not this year, but if Pokemon gets shown at E three, is is it a direct or are they doing a conference? It's a it's a direct. I mean, Nintendo doesn't do conferences anymore. They just do, do, do you think they'll announce Pokemon at E three? Yeah, I think they'll announce Pokemon. I think it'll come out this year. And uh, like for for me, it doesn't like with with the Switch. Like, like I say, for for me, it's basically been the replacement for the Vita since pretty much day one. Like the Vita's been almost not touched at all, and, and like on, on the Vita, I did play like whatever like exclusive games came out for or JRPGs and stuff, um, as well as a lot of indie games. And like that's a lot of what I've we've done on the Switch has been like the indie games, like the NBA Playgrounds and like Sonic Mania and stuff like that. 
uh, played all that stuff on the Switch, and it's great on the Switch. It's like works absolutely perfectly in in handheld yeah, mode and whatnot. And I'll definitely pick up NBA Playgrounds too. Coming, so. but all I need is Smash. <laughs> I don't need anything else like from Nintendo at all this year. Is, they just keep putting is, out the odd indie game and Smash. Blah, I'm not happy. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like um, Crash. Even Bandicoot. Pokemon, like if Pokemon doesn't come out till next year, as long as they bring out Smash this year, yeah, I am fine. Yeah, uh, McCullough, if they do Pokemon in October, Smash in November, hmm. they've done another good Christmas. I think they need both of them to do a good Christmas this year. Yeah, I think if they put both those out, that's like a killer fucking one-two combo with the amount of time that the ps4 xbox one have been out all you're gonna have in that sort of holiday season for those consoles is gonna be yeah yes that's before that so like all you're gonna have in the holiday season is your third party games like your call of duties your battlefields whatever like people people aren't buying new consoles for those because most people that want those games already have those consoles so the people that are gonna buy the new console like buy a new console, we'll buy a Switch because you can play Pokemon and and Smash Bros on it, and you've obviously already got the existing library of Mario, Zelda, Mario Kart, like those three already there. This is why this is why those games have not dropped in price, by the way, because Nintendo and like and obviously everybody else knows that Switch is going to get a massive bump at Christmas this year because they yeah. pr- they'll probably do a price cut, like maybe drop it twenty quid. Um, Switch, yeah, yeah, they'll drop it like twenty quid in the, or maybe like put out a new skew with different coloured like Joy Cons on it or some some garbage yeah. <laughs> to coincide with some anniversary of something. Um, and drop the regular ones like twenty quid, and boof, that's going to be the fucking killer thing to have for this you Christmas. Find where there's going to be like yellow Joy coming out for Pokemon, and there'll be mm-hmm. a Smash Brothers uh, Pro Controller. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I've actually been thinking about buying another pro controller because, like, playing it off for a special edition. I mean, you've got two already, do you not? Yes and no. Like, see the Zelda one. I got it cheap. Remember, it was like. What was it oh, like? is it a wild one? It's a wild one, so it's not right. really a pro controller. It feels nice, but mm. yeah, playing it, it's fine up here if I play it. If my pro controller dies, but it it feels light. It doesn't feel too cheap, but you know, it doesn't feel like a solid piece of kit like the pro controller. So mm. I wouldn't so, me as having two. Did I tell you about the accident we had with the Switch? No. Okay. No, I didn't. Right, okay. I did, yeah. So, like, it, it fell out the dock because Bethany was playing the, the Switch with the controller plugged in. So, yeah, a wild controller is an absolute no-go because I don't want that to happen again. <laughs> no. And, I mean, like, I don't get me wrong, the Pro Controller so, uh, at this time. Yeah, it's a fucking amazing controller. Like, uh, I, w- I would, like, I quite like the, uh, the Xenoblade Chronicles one. It gets cool. Yeah, they're getting harder to get. They're only releasing them in limited. Hmm. Nelson just recently pro controller. He missioned me last night, and he was like, "I bought this so controller from your work." I'm like, "Cool." He goes, "How do I sync it?" I just went, "Plug it in." Just plug it in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah just plug it in. Mate. But yeah, this this platoon controller was nice, but I just don't have the justification for it. But like, hmm. I mean, if they start bringing out stuff like Metroid and actual game. Not- you know what I mean? Like other games, like Smash, I'll definitely need another one for Smash. And hmm. Fraser comes around, you know he's going to use. Hmm. Yeah. But yeah, like the like the the Switch. I don't think I've played it on the TV for, it for ages, months at this point. Like uh, we've played, we've, I play it a lot in handheld, and like with it, when we've been doing the label, it's much easier to do it um like on uh, tabletop mode. Yeah, and I mean, if if I give you up this uh, stand. Uh, hmm. then that'll do you well I might even get yeah. Cameron because he's up that way more 
that you know that is one of the things with the with the label because you use the use the uh, the touch screen to like to forward on the instructions essentially like you know you would with like Lego Dimensions you click like oh next page but you have to like hold hold on the touch screen for like three seconds and if you've got it in tabletop mode like and pushing against it it it, it has a tendency to fall over because <laughs> yeah. I mean, that like that happening. thing is. Yeah, it's flimsy. Like it's terrible. I was playing in the couch the other night. Uh, I just played a couple of games of Splatoon, and I had it sitting, and the switch like kept falling because like the couch is obviously soft, and like mm-hmm. if I move slightly, that tilts over. So I had to come upstairs and get my stand because like yep. the stand <laughs> solidifies it. So, but yeah, that, that, that's that's all I've played and and whatnot. And yeah, I can't I can't wait for Friday though. Like uh, Detroit man, <sighs> can't wait. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to finish this there. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Stay tuned um, for the B team in about an hour and a half time. And we'll be back next week on All Games. And I'll be covering all 4K versions of Jurassic Park from the second <laughs> onwards. Hopefully they'll look a wee bit better. I'm imagining Jurassic World is going to look great. Um, two and three, so hopefully a wee bit better. But as far as I remember, they went more into CGI for like the third one than they did in the first two. Can't remember. As far as I remember. Anyway, uh, yeah, so stay tuned for that. Thank you very much. Then follow us on Twitter at Fox to Level One. And if you want to listen to past episodes, but on iTunes. So, on behalf of myself and Andy, bye. <laughs>